Saturdays at 2 p.m. Don't miss it. Yes, that's right. It's 5 p.m. You already know what that means. It's time for Ben Talks with your boy Ben Lewis. Uh, and Addy will be joining me just shortly. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, Aisha Curry talking nonsense. Want to get into a couple other things. But we're going to hit our intro real quick and come right back. Thank you for tuning in to Ben Talks with the best in the world, Ben Lewis, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. What I'm saying is that I really do love most. This is hard knives, fighting to get dog tired, getting better every day, searching for some growth. My mama working too hard, but I can't fuck with no job. I'm in the field still, switching my approach. I got drop top dreams, hitting non-stop threes for the team. Watch me kill it in the post. Don't have to ask me what I do this for. If you know me, you know it's obvious that I do this for the coast. It's the culture that made me. Queens turn me to a man, I know nothing can face me. I've been building this bus in the hardest city to do it. On the scene, people tell us MDC is the truest. Atlanta took the top spot, running this music. We about to build this back from the ground. No more excuses, we got the best in the world. Like the homie Ben Lewis, telling Brendan if a trap gone. Break out the nooses, they been sleeping on us like narcoleptics. Folkling like an antiseptic, now boasting just that invested. So me when I hate these records. Too much effort, now this can't be counterfeited. Hey, I'll be scared to stand out. Y'all be trying to fit in. I'm 230 dry, still jumping up the stage, man. Everything I do is wet. Watch me hit the rain dance. You got a team, but you ain't got no game plan. At the switch, the kill switch. EP on the way, man. That's both for me. I ain't dipping them diving. Focusing on business. I'm trying to expose the scene. This shit is a vibe of dopamine. I'm just moving that product. This I paid in full, but none of us is actors. We some pushers with some malice. Empty clips on all you rappers. So caught up in egos. That's that shit I can't adapt to. Thinking too divisive. Y'all won't never be a factor To elevate the game I gotta elevate my mind I know the cost of this ain't free I'm just here to pay the fines
Watch what you ain't come and see me. Who you scrolling? When I say number one, ain't no replacement. I gotta get to the box by the end of the day. Girl, I want you, but you know I can't stay. You always busy, ain't got no time of day. I need some love and I just not pretend So when you feel like, don't you slide by my place? Come my way, come my way. You always busy, ain't got no time of day. You been on my mind as you coming or what? Just wanna see you, boy. I need you sometimes. I can't believe you hold it down. Been around. I can't fuck with a clown. Throw the ups and the downs. I can't forget you now. But soon as we touch down, just know that it's going down. I want you around. I'm coming down now. Anytime, anytime. Unanimous, million dollar smile, so I'm Instagramming it. Lit shenanigans, get the cannabis. Roll another split in this bitch, demanding it. Bruce Banner shit, green in the laminate. Busting out the bag like a fiend had his hand in it. Everything you see around me, I had a hand in it. It ain't nobody handing it. I'm mixing shit, I manage it. Do different shit. Comparing me to any of these rap niggas is probably a fan of me. It's fantasy, they answer me. Fucking insects, probably born of incest. Getting torn to pieces on every beat that I bless. Want a feature? I bet. Ain't it funny how shit ain't the same no more? Shoot my shot, I really don't gotta aim no more. Have my Back, bitch, you know what I came in for. Bitch. Can't stop, won't stop till I'm paid in full. Yeah, ripping the bandaid off the wound, ain't my fault if it's still hurting. Pour salt on it after squeezing the lemon right over. But these niggas bogus, thinking that they gon' win me over with this hibbity jibbity skibbity rap, ribbity whack. Bitch, I got the remedy back. You gon' need infinity stones if you thinking that you pose a threat. It's reality. You'll end up as a casualty. My anatomy threshold for bullshit is practically non-existent. You motherfuckers thinking you an issue? I show you the devil, plenty demons to choose from. That's worth of my mom. I can afford to lose one. I fuck with the mob, but ASAP can do better. They don't like what I said to Rocky the do something. J-Rock, my favorite rapper before I get the K-Dot. You may not have noticed, but I landed in the same spot hmm. that you were in when you had a few words to say to all these new urban artists getting too turned to bargain with the part of me. But am I mistaken? I did just say that you the best rapper in both places. Rude awakening. I be the top dog in the state that I'm in. And I smack the fuck out you if you say it again. Sit down. You in my crosshairs, then you better get down. You look a little lost here, nigga. Where you from round? And I ain't even done yet. Still got a few rounds to dump in this little pump pain ass, nigga. J. Cole, listen, boy, I claim souls. Even on whole label. You ain't even yay close. If I got a slate goats, you can be my scapegoat. Your roster ain't shit. Could you get what you pay for? Shout out Big Boss. Nigga, the fuck you in the way for? That nigga been a star. What the fuck you made him wait for? Stop being a hypocrite. Nigga, the fuck you hitting for? All that bread you laying on. You should go and play some golf or something. Infinity, infinity. My level on infinity. My bitches on infinity. My exes want to get rid of Yo, what's going on? It's the best in the world. Ben Lewis. Right here on Ben Talks on Radio Free Brooklyn. You already know what it is. My girl, Addie. What's going on, Addie? You already know I'm here living, hustling, but here I am. It was a lot of traffic on my way here. Yeah, was it? It was, you know. He's coming from uh, the 
the, the, the island down under, right? That's what we call Staten oh, Island gosh. in these parts. Yeah, you know, honestly, yo, Staten Island, at least the teachers I work with there, they're mad cool. I yeah. like them. Don't ever say anything good about Staten Island. <laughs> I look, look, I had no, maybe because I had no expectations, I've always been pleasantly surprised by their behavior. They get a bad rap. But, they do. Um, I mean, you got to take a boat to get over there, so... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what other, what other rap you're asking for. Now, you, you were out last week because you had a little. Now, I'm not. I gotta get that out of my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. You had a performance last mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. You know, black people, you got a little this. Yeah, you got yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I hate doing mm-hmm. that, but you had a performance last. I had week. a performance last. How week. did that go? It was good. It was really nice. Like people liked it, and uh-huh. that's you know you always can hope always hope for that, right? Like mm-hmm. you be right, making right, your right. music in your little shoebox. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any talent, but um. that's true. <laughs> But, you know, you have a great voice. And, yeah, right. Um, That's about it. Yeah. You know, for radio. <laughs> but, fair, um, enough, fair enough. You know, yeah, it was great. You know, I, I, I pushed myself because that day, and as you can hear, allergy season be kicking my ass. Who I'm allergic I, to I, everything. I, look, I popped those those uh, Claritins like 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 that Tic Tac. And I've been playing games, skipping skipping Claritins. I don't so. skip nothing. They say don't take it within mm-hmm. twenty. Don't take more than one between twenty four hours. Look, I take one before bed and I take one when I wake up. Mm, check your liver. <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, I feel you. My skin like is breaking out. Everything is breaking out. So I'm just prayerful to God yeah, that um this this is it can uh, heal so I can yeah. have a career. <laughs> right? Ho- um, hopefully, right? Hopefully. But things things were good. I'm gonna be in Atlanta performing at the end of the month. So okay, okay. If any of our listeners wanna come follow me over there. Well, you we didn't can. uh the time off it's not gonna get approved i don't all oh, right please convince yeah. just call in and it's convince not, ben to let me go it's not gonna get approved so <laughs> i don't know this, how you this plan is, on it's it. hard it's hard out here i don't know how you plan on doing that <laughs> right he runs a tight ship i know right uh-huh. uh, so much things happened this week though so many so and many it's great things. that we, it's just us today right yes we get to uh divulge a little deeper into the topics and you know, cl- say what's on our, what's really on our mind without having to be cut off. Right. At least not entirely. Um, yeah. He'll, yeah. I, I wish sometimes the show was like three or four hours mm-hmm, mm. with, with some of the stuff that goes on. But you um, see, Ben loves talking to me. He's well, my best friend, and <laughs> I more so love talking to the people that no, tune ben, in to Ben talks every mm, week. Ben loves about chatting. That? Ben loves chatting with Addy, and he has a lot to say. <laughs> Actually, when <laughs> I'm not on air, chest. when I'm not on air, I, I tend to be very quiet because <laughs> I, I want to save my voice. I don't like to give opinions for free. Oh wow! Okay. Um, but uh, a, a, a certain uh, baby was born this week, huh? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, so if you don't know, mm-hmm. the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, a former actress on the show Suits and a few other programs, um, also AKA, oh that's what she was on mm-hmm, Suits, mm-hmm. okay, right? AKA the Black, um, Black royalty. Um, if you we're living under a rock. Then she was, she maybe was, she was royalty before. She Absolutely, married him. she's beautiful. Right. Um. She got married to Prince Harry, which we all know is you know a prince in England. Right. And um, you know, since then she's just been pretty and beautiful and ruling. And then she gave birth to a you know tan baby boy, um, named Archie. What's his? Let me read his full Archie name. Archie Harrison. Mount Batten Windsor. Right. So he sounds Windsor. like an old white man already, which yes, is does. great. So yeah. he, he is well positioned to be a black king, but on the low. <laughs> so yeah. um yes. Mount Batten. Mount Batten. What? Come on. Isn't she like Jamaican? Is that was, her? Yeah. I mean I was expecting something like Lennox. Yeah. You know, Bob. Yeah. You know. 
Oh, so Markle's not her real last name. It's not. Oh no. Oh. Is oh. it? Was that like a stage the TV name? name? Yeah, that's it's a cute name. Oh no, a pseudonym. Megan Markle. That's like a yeah. It's yeah, a cool name. A I really guess. cool name. It rolls off the tongue. Is, was it an attempt for her to uh, whitewash her name so that she gets gigs in Hollywood? I mean, Mount Batten seems pretty <laughs> like you know, like Jamaican white. Wait, that's her last <laughs> name, Mount Batten. I assume. No. Oh my God, that's terrible. Well, I mean, what is? What are these people's last names? I already. What's going on? I already want to follow this kid around and make fun of him. I never even considered Prince Harry's last name. I thought it was Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Harry. Uh, yeah. What the hell is his last name? Yeah. So I guess we got to do. Some I guess research. it's Windsor. Windsor. No, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Windsor. sure it's, it's the last one. So. I guess Anyhow. hers is Mountbatten sounds like a real Jamaican English name. You know what I mean? Like them Jamaicans who be having like last names that are like yeah. mad freaking English. It sounds like an extremely proud. It sounds like an extremely proud Jamaican. Mm, yes, Mountbatten uh, re- refuses to go down on his women. <laughs> Don't crucify. Oh, stop. <laughs> Don't crucify me for my accent too. I oh, bad. I grew up around Jamaican, so. I mean, if you grew up in Brooklyn or Queens, you grew up around Jamaica. Okay. So, um. And beef patties, we trust. Yeah. Uh, yo, I had a beef patty cocoa bread this mm-hmm. week. Bruh. Cocoa bread. <laughs> Co- cocoa bread. Oh, my God. It was, <laughs> yo, listen. Let me stop with your name language. <laughs> All right, next. It is, oh, man. All right. So, the, I actually want to tie this next thing into this whole Aisha Curry thing as well. But mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Um, But just to touch, I was on Facebook minding my business. As you usually do, As right? I usually As do. All the time. But I saw this um, really <laughs> a wayward man post this. A wayward man. Let me let me not qualify him. You guys can judge. Um, progressive men don't take party girls or girl trip goers serious. Neither are virtues of a wife, but a childish woman instead. Mm. So I wanted to just bring that to the table because I was curious as to what this um, ex- this XY chromosome has to say. Progressive men don't take party girls or trip goers serious. I mean, I think I, I would assume that he's talking about the ones who do that like as a lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. maybe if you are a bottle girl or a bartender or even a stripper, like that's all I think of. But if I mean, you can't knock a girl for working. Right. Uh, girl trip goers. I mean, I don't mind the occasional girl trip. Sometimes I need you to get the hell away from me. <laughs> So I don't mind the girl trip. What the hell are you doing? What are you doing on a girl trip is what I want to know. Minding your damn business. Well, that's not like, always the case. What are you doing when you go out to work? What do you do when you go out to play? I that, don't know. That's different. That's no, different. Uh-uh. I got to If I'm in your relationship with anybody, uh-huh. then I'm going to trust. I'm going to have to give them that. Otherwise, why the fuck am I in a relationship? That Then you might as well just not be in a relationship. So my thing is. I hate these dudes who be sitting there just trying to judge women about what they do. Mm-hmm. Niggas can do whatever they want to do. Go to the strip club, go wherever. And, and and your whole post is about what men think of women. Like, fuck y'all. First of all, it's bullshit. Because when you think about a lot of these successful men, who the fuck are they wifing up? All of the bottle girls, all of the strippers, all of the girls who we were told not to be like. They're the ones who are getting the title as if that is even a freaking reward. Well, he's just trying to stop. Here. He's trying to stop oversaturation. He don't want <laughs> the rest of y'all to become party girls and trip girl trip goers. Mm-mm. You know who the what I'm saying? Does he think he is first of all <laughs> and second of all and third of all? Fuck you. Because mm. um, if I am partying or on a girl's trip, I am hanging out with my damn friends. So I can't go out and have and enjoy myself with my friends because you don't take because you don't take me seriously nigga and it's always the people who don't got no money it's always the niggas who don't got no fucking money do you know this guy personally that said this do you know like 
He's a Do you know Like he's, he's a broke boy I don't know this boy. nigga But I can guarantee uh, He doesn't have enough money To be oh, talking man. like this That's Granted a, even when the Like celebrity niggas Like Meek Mill And all of them Be offering their Two cents or opinions About what women Should be doing At least At least in that case Not, not to say it makes it right But at least You can afford that You can afford to, to have <laughs> You can afford to make Decisions like that Whereas you Negro Have a seat And Women are Not Women are not Prepping to be your wife Who the fuck are you you're not husband material. Can you build a home? Can you? I mean that that asking is pretty like primitive. I mean that can you build a home? We're not well, in the oh, caveman time. Oh, you think time. it's primitive? But you think you don't? You, mean think, like, you don't think it's primitive that women have to still cook and clean up after these niggas? So so let me ask you. So still let me, have to take care of a kid, give birth, go to work. You don't think that that shit is primitive? We do it every day. Nigga, build a house before you come and talk to me about anything. So so let me ask you. So and this is something about social media. Men mm-hmm. can't tell women. How to be right? Absolutely not. But women can get on social media and tell men how they're supposed to be yes. all day. Let me tell you why. Absolutely not. I will tell no you why. Way. Let me tell you why. Because we are socialized in a world where everyone fucking tells women what to do. So we don't need niggas doubling down on it. Uh-huh. We already know what our expectations are from birth. From mm-hmm. birth, we are taught what it is to be in service of a man. Our whole identity is shaped in service of what we will be as a wife, what we will be as a partner, what we will be as a mother. So we don't need men then making additional fucking arrangements when they don't bring nothing to the table. No one is holding niggas accountable and that's the issue. We don't have a standard or quota for what a nigga should be doing. That shit has out the window. Niggas is sleeping over, uh, living off of their baby mother, uh, bouncing from home to home. There's no expectations or standards for what a man or what a husband should be bringing to the table. So, But you don't see... Women, the only thing women complain about is niggas who are not doing what they're supposed to do. So he's talking about women that's not doing no, what they're that, supposed no, to do that's in this a, post. No, what, what men do, what's different, and here's what's different. What, when men, because men love to say that women bash them, but not niggas bash women. Because when you think about it, if I'm a woman, mm-hmm. I'm talking about a nigga. I'm talking about shit that he's doing to me. Shit that he's doing to black women. Shit that he's doing to me. Like, oh, this nigga's not paying for child support. That's an actual truth. This nigga is not um, taking care of the bills. That's an actual truth, right? Not as opposed to, oh, what this nigga is doing with his friends on a trip. You know, like, no. And the only time you hear that is if this nigga's a known cheater. So it's just like, but if you're telling me, if you're just speaking hypothetically, there's no women posting anything about progressive women don't take men who go on boys' trips seriously. That's a personal activity and hobby. I have no idea what the hell he meant by progressive men. I don't know what he meant. Um, I don't know what that means. And this is the uh, shit niggas just love to comment. <laughs> they love to comment on what women I think, are doing. I think using that word was just his attempt to, to look enlightened. Yeah, mm-hmm. to look enlightened and look like he knew what he was talking about. And uh, I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to stick up for his, his fellow man. Um, th- but there's going to be a lot he of that. He did this to shame women. I mean... I no, he did it to shame women. Yeah. No, that's what it is. And I mean, because men feel like they can tell women what to do, which is why... There's always this. If you think about it, all these niggas love the same fucking prototype of women because niggas don't have. They, they don't think they, they they literally focus on one one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the standard that they want. But of course, but you can't be a whore. Right. Because you have to look like one, but you can't actually be one like these moving standards oh, and okay. shit. We don't got time for it. Yes. And you're too uh, broke for it. Let's your fucking opinion. Let's so. let's reel it back in. Right. Um, teacher Sorry, Appreciation Week. Yeah. Uh, teach, oh my god <laughs> Teacher Appreciation Week It is Yes um, Who was the best teacher You've ever had uh, For me mm-hmm. It was my 8th grade teacher Mr. Marshall um, if, I, And the thing is I always say Like the best teachers I, I don't feel like You realize They were the best teachers Until mm-hmm. after You've gone through Their class Yeah And you experience Like other teachers That weren't that great 
because he was mm-hmm. a guy like when you're in his class, you absolutely could not stand him. Like you were praying that he came down with something and he was out for like a week. You wish him dead? Not dead. I don't. Even, I didn't want him to die. I'm just like you know, give us a break to live a little, M- miss a week, give us a break. Hmm. Um, because of the workload that he was putting on us. But I will say that because of everything I learned from him, I got through high school without even trying. So mm. I realized like now that he was the mm-hmm. best teacher I've ever, one of the best teachers, if not the best teacher I've ever had. Amen. When teachers unlock something in you yeah. that gives you that motivation to continue, mm-hmm. you know. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am a lifelong educator and I was the actual New York City Department of Education teacher. Luckily, I'm no longer in the system, so I can say ratchet shit on the air <laughs> without being um, crucified. But um, anyway, I my favorite teacher was my second grade teacher. Her name was Miss Alvarez. She was this Pan- Panamanian princess um, that, and who really like... Push me creatively. Oh, you you had to go for Afro Latina. Afro Latina. You couldn't pick a black, a, a full on black woman. No, no, she's both. <laughs> um, don't be downplaying their. Let <laughs> give a Spanish accent. All right. Anyway, um, she basically taught me that I could be and do anything. Like I was the star of the school play, and I sang like, like I I sang a bunch of Lauryn Hill songs. I did some like. Merengue, so I was doing literally everything in that play uh-huh. because I had the best memory out of everybody. Young, a young Addie was a culture vulture. I, <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> I was dipping and dabbling. Yeah, right. I was having a little good time, uh-huh. and um, I, you know, I got to sing, I got to dance, I got to um, dance with my. Bo- I had this little crush. His name was Andrew Andrew Parrish. Mm-hmm. I remember him. And what's he, Andrew up to up to now? I don't he, know, but he was also Panamanian too. Uh-huh. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember that. And we was dancing. He was showing me some things that he knew from back home. And But anyway, the point is, is that she always, she always challenged me and pushed me to know that I can be whatever I wanted to be. And, like, that was one of my first acting experiences and performance experiences. And um, and I, was, I remember being so confident. Like, I had no idea if I could sing or not, but I just went on stage and did it. And she just pushed me and encouraged me to do everything that I wanted to do. I was always student of the month. Like, I was just like... Every task she gave me, I met it and exceeded it, and she showed me and rewarded me for it. Boy, and I would I not, I would not have liked encouraged. You. I would not have liked you in grade school. No, you would have. <laughs> no. I was, I was still a real ass bitch. I was cool. I was cool, even though I was mad smart, and I was much smarter in elementary school. Middle school shit mm-hmm. went downhill, but elementary school, I was out here thriving. But it was because she encouraged me. She didn't, you know, try to dim my light. She didn't try to be like, "Oh, you're doing too much," or whatever. She always pushed me to do the most. And if you see my life as it is now, I'm always doing the most. Like, I don't feel like I have any boundaries. I don't feel like there's nothing that I can't do. And um, those are the mentalities that when you have that support system. Yeah. Um, from a very early age, that encourages you to believe that. And, and you hold on to that, you know. So Absolutely. shout out to the shout out to the good teachers. We have a teacher coming into the building, actually. One of my friends will be stopping by, uh, Justine. Today? Uh-huh, today. She's gonna be, she's on her way. Oh, okay. And she's a teacher, so we'll give her a little shout-out time oh, okay, later. Okay, um, okay, But she's an amazing teacher. I mean, and, I'll, and when she comes, we can talk a little bit more about that. All right, all right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Now, uh, is, um, you said, what was the name? Justine. Justine, mm-hmm, Justine. Justine, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. <clears throat> I forgot what I was gonna ask, so I'm just gonna move <laughs> on to, to uh, shout-outs. Uh, hey. Kim Kardashian. Is out here freeing the people. Freeing the people. So yes. Uh, what, what is what's going on with Kim? Well, Kim is helping free inmates at an amazingly high rate, and she's been doing it rather quietly. 
Uh, we've learned Kim and her legal team helped 17 prisoners gain freedom over the last three months or so, each of them having served years of life sentences without parole for low-level drug offenses. It's all part of the 90 Days of Freedom campaign launched by Kim's lawyer, Brittany K. Barnett, in partnership with lawyer Angel Cody of the, Declaration, of the Decarceration Collective. The campaign puts the First Step Act signed by President Trump last year to work for prisoners who received draconian sentences. Oh, I, I, I draconian, harsh, draconian. unnecessarily harsh. Oh, there you SAT go. SAT word. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't take that. So. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. Damn, I just learned a new word. I'm going to write that down. You should. Draconian. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what? This was very close to becoming a, a blow to whistle for me mm. because she... I, I don't know if you heard, but she's doing the, the documentary about yeah, this work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to blow the whistle on it because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, she's doing a good job. She's doing good things. Mm-hmm. And she's been doing, she's been freeing the inmates mm-hmm. very quietly, at least I believe so. I don't know yeah. if the documentary is going to cover who she's freed already mm-hmm. or they're just going to cover the next group of people that she's going to free. But at the end of the day, 17 people are out of prison. They were serving life sentences mm-hmm. for low-level drug offenses. So kudos to Kim Kardashian. This is great work. Amen. And I agree. I I think that, yeah, we'll see what the what the documentary unfolds, how it unfolds. I would be hopeful that, leave it you know, to Kim. Leave it to Kim to turn this into a bag, though. Yeah, I you mean. You could hate these women all you want, yeah. but one thing they know how to do. Yeah, is, but even beyond it's turned nothing into something. Even beyond a bag, let's think about the power of documentaries. Yeah. Let's think about the R. Mm-hmm. Kelly documentary. Yep. You know, so I'm curious. I, I hope that she's tasteful in how she goes about it. And, you know, based on how she's been doing things a little bit more underground these days, I appreciate that. I do. And it's just like, yeah. you know, we, we, we're calling on these white people who have privilege to mm-hmm. do things Absolutely. and to use their privilege yep. to to make things better. So you may not like the source, but, you know, if the actual action is them using their privilege to help to help black people and to bring it to and look at how much attention she has she's changed the fashion industry she's changed the entertainment yeah. industry whether you like her or not she's influential yep and um for me i'm i'm happy i'm actually like like i said before like i think that um I, we can't get we can't ever guess anybody's intention in anything you know like i don't really know why people do shit and i'm not going to like scan your brain to figure it out and i of course i wouldn't pass, put it past her if some of it had to do with just simply clout but for her to invest her time into this when she could really just be chilling. Like, she has enough money. She makes a million dollars a social media post. She really does not have to do any of this, you things, know? Things and she will still I have attention. She will still have attention. So, I don't know. Um, I'm grateful for her using her resources in this capacity. And um, I'm, I didn't know that she there were 17 other inmates that she's freed. Mm-hmm. So, I'm happy that, you know, that this ended up coming out. And who knows how it came out? Because, <laughs> you know, Chris be churning and playing and <laughs> shit. So, you know... We got a quick uh, uh, a quick correction by a listener. Oh, okay. Uh, the Royals don't seem to have. This is from Lush Vibes Radio. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, uh, one of the one of our hosts here at Radio Free Brooklyn. But mm-hmm. the Royals don't seem to have official last names. But if one is needed, they go by the royal house name. Um, so it looks like Meghan and Harry gave their son the last name Prince Charles uses, which is Mountbatten Windsor. Oh. And uh, Markle is Meghan's last name. Well, that's interesting. Yes. Mountbatten Windsor. Well, thank you oh. for that tidbit. Lord, that's a horrible name. Mountbatten Windsor. Look, I mean, it comes with a. It sounds rich. He's he's wealthy for life. So I, his, whatever his name was, it could have been you know just A B C D and he would have been fine. <laughs> um, but thanks for that, Lush Vibes Radio. 
Uh, now, something that I have no idea what is it is about, but it always oh makes a big God. deal every single year. The Met Gala. You want to take this one? Yes. <laughs> I have no idea what it this is thing's the about. Fashion event of right. the year. Uh huh. Those who was there. <laughs> Everyone who's anybody is there, which is why I was at home. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is where they invite all the celebrities to dress up, and I'm pretty sure there's some charity related to it. But, you know, it really is a fashion moment for everybody else. And there's like a theme every year, right? I know that much. And the theme was random this year. It was like camp? Camp. Mm -hmm. It was camp. And so I What the fuck that mean? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) there's two outfits I really want to shout out. Mm -hmm. First, I'm going to start with Cardi B, who had like several people carrying her train. Her iced out Like, it was crazy. Like, her train was so long. Seven people I think she had carrying her. Seven. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. Lord. Mm -hmm. God damn. (laughs) So shout out to Cardi B for that How fashion moment. How much do moment. you think the people carrying the train were paid? If paid at all. Do you think they were paid at all, first of all? I think they were paid 200 a pop. 200 a pop? How mm-hmm. long did they have to carry the train? All night? Because 200 for all, oh, like, for true. me to follow you around all night and carry a train, that's not enough. Damn. That's a good question. You know? Or it could have just been a bunch of interns from Atlantic. Probably <laughs> the interns. Who have to earn their a keep. bunch of a bunch of interns from Atlantic, <laughs> just Dead like yeah, you you guys gotta you guys get accurate. to go yeah, good news and bad news. You, <laughs> you get to go to the Met Gala, but you gotta carry but, Cardi B's train all night. Quick fucking caveat: <laughs> you gotta carry Cardi B's train all night. Question: oh, I mean, honestly, if I was gonna carry anyone's train, I'm, I would be happy for it to be. I crazy. was about to ask. Yeah, if you're an intern at Atlantic, they approach you with this with this uh, with this deal. Are you taking? Hell it? yeah. <laughs> Cardi's funny. Like, at least I'll be getting some jokes. Yeah, right. She, I, she looked like she smelled good to me. I don't know. Uh, my man, um, uh, what's the what's the kid? I'm forgetting everybody's name today. Who? Uh, Blueface. He said he said her her um, her twerk went smelled like like dead rats or something like no, that. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Look it up. He said her twerk went on the, the set fuck? of the Tatiana remix smelled crazy. Hey, that's what he said. Did he really say that? He look it up. I don't know if it. Yo. I don't know. If he really said it after I, the break. I'm. A it confirm. was something. It was something I glossed over. I saw on social media and just kind of laughed at it. <laughs> no, he didn't. And I didn't. I didn't like verify it because I wasn't like you know gonna take it to air even though I just did. But oh no. But yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe you know she's a very busy artist. She runs around a lot. Oh okay. Maybe uh, maybe you know miss a shower too. I heard this is alleged news. So <laughs> this is alleged. Alleged. All right. Anyway. Next, um, a next person I want to shout out is Janelle Monet, who came out with this beautiful number. I mean, I don't even know what the hell happened here, but it's several ha- hats on hats on hats. First of all, oh shit, she was like, <laughs> I didn't even, yo, mm-hmm. you know, it's crazy. I didn't even see the hats, <laughs> and all I saw was the eye looking at me, but looking at Janelle's um titty. Yeah, watch it. Look, yeah, look, she had lessons for y'all. She she holds y'all niggas to a higher standard of. Man. You know, remember she. This was the girl who was just wearing them suits, yeah, for a hot minute, right? Listen, when she was in them suits, I knew she was still bad. She's a bad. I, look, I used to see her in them suits like, boy, Ooh. look, you ain't fooling nobody, Janelle. Filling up them pants. You ain't, you ain't fooling nobody, Janelle. Okay, with okay? your cute ass. Look, man, it is a shame. I'm not gay not, yet. But yet. You getting there? You working I'm, on I'm, it? I'm hoping the homosexual agenda that oh, everyone's wow. complaining about kicks, settle, <laughs> kicks in and, 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 and takes me too. Because that's, the, that's the heterosexual agenda has been real in my life. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really trying to let go of that negativity. Uh, so. the, the gay agenda, yes. <laughs> yes, make everyone gay even though they 
still are very oppressed in this country. Look, but, I but yet I we want that. everyone to be that's that. what I want. So if I, I haven't seen this, okay. yeah. I haven't seen this homosexual agenda really take. I want y'all to step it mm-hmm. up because I want to be with her, and um, I just need a. Well, she's feel. taking it. She, she's she test, is, but you know, this, this is the twenty first century. But don't let no girlfriend get between <laughs> you and your dream person. That's for all. That's for like, all the listeners out here. Tess is cute. Like, yeah, we, we, all have, we all have things. Oh yeah, Tess is, Tess is cute. We all Tess have things great. we can bring to the table. But this is advice for you, Addy, and everyone listening. Don't let no little relationship <laughs> get in between you and your dream I don't endorse man that statement. Or, or dream woman. Okay. I do not endorse that. Okay. Statement. <laughs> Talk to your mamas. A lot of a lot of our mamas out here done stole our fathers from Facts. another woman. Okay. <laughs> And facts, facts, facts. And given the opportunity, she would instruct her daughter to do the same. I'm telling you, women, oh, well, y'all my learn. My mom already did. My That's mom what I'm saying. Already, y'all learn from wow. the mothers. Y'all learn from the mothers. Put, I feel like mothers put their daughters on the game more than fathers put their sons on the game. Trifling moms. Just trifling wow. moms, please. Wow. There's a time y'all all sitting around, especially when y'all adults sipping mm-hmm. on some wine and. You know, a little story come out talking about, well, your daddy was dating, you know, Charlotte from down the street. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I said, well, what she got that I don't? And I put it on them. Bow, bow, bow. Here you come. That's the exact story. (laughs) (laughs) No, my mom was basically like, look, Look, a lot of people. He was at my place every. He had some girlfriend or whoever. He was calling his. But every night he was with me. A lot. I was I was like. A and she of, was like, she was like, and I moms, didn't have to even give it up. And I'm like, that's too much. Look, a lot of moms out here done stole, done stole your dad from somebody. Oh, Mrs. Oh, your dad. I told my mom about this dude I met. I was like, yo, this dude's cute. He's like, but he's in a relationship, you know, even though we had a, you know, a nice little moment or whatever. I met him at an event. Like, and she was mean? like, don't let that stop you, girl. <laughs> she was like, you know, like, just, you know, remain available. And I'm like, ma'am. You know, I don't. I don't remain available. Look, you get I a don't. couple more glasses of wine in, and she she gave you the blueprint on how to, how to you know, say how to steal home. I'm not a home wrecker. Hey, look, keep your little home. All right, <laughs> uh, black women still continue to win, right? Ooh, winning, 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 winning. Let me pull All up. All I do is win. Okay, I found a little um, piece here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna just highlight. I'm just gonna shout out their names. So we have Nia Franklin, uh, Miss America, 2019. Word, right? word. We got Chelsea Chris. 2019 Miss USA, all right? We got Kaylee Garris, 2019 Miss Teen USA. Black women cleaning the fuck up. Yes. Cleaning the shit up. Yes. Showing what's possible. I mean, that's like, that's crazy, right? That in like one year, mm-hmm. in the same year, you know, and two of them with their natural hair, winning right. um, winning Miss America. That's right. I saw some backlash on the internet, people questioning these uh, two of them, two of the three are of mixed race. And people like questioning their blackness. Oh. Look. <laughs> look, 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 look. Okay, let me talk. We you. got room for one more because Tiger Woods done crossed over to the okay. back. The Tiger Woods done went back to the other side right. for good. We only when talk- he took that goddamn medal from okay, Trump. Okay, we only tossed them away when they're racist or problematic. That's the only time we're like, okay, hold Word. up, hold up. Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods <laughs> said, fuck y'all accolades and, okay. and cheers for me. I'm yeah. gonna go get this medal from Donald Trump, and I'm gonna look happy as hell mm-hmm. doing it. Also, we can't pick and choose when we want to consider to make people black. Like, That's true. honestly, if they present to me, these women present as black. Yes. Like, these are not women that if I was walking down the street, I'd be like, "That's a white woman." Yeah. I would, I would, I would consider that they could potentially be mixed, but I would assume that they're black. Right, I have no right. like, I like so that point to me was crazy. And like, y'all, y'all love y'all talk about Barack Obama all day, like he's the you know he's the. Hey, we took that one. We okay. take that one. Okay, so, like, don't be picking and choosing who which <laughs> yeah. mixed person. Hey. You want to fuck with? Were you in college when um, Obama won? You were in college the second time. The second right? time. Mm-hmm. You weren't. You weren't there the first time. Mm-mm. You were. 
Mm-mm. Oh no, you were about to go into college. Okay, okay, college. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because because the election party, they, my school had an election party, and um, when Obama was declared the winner, they shut that shit down. I was like, <laughs> yo, everybody go back to your rooms. Like the, the white folks was very upset at that. Oh, they I were? remember that they shit. Yeah, I remember that shit. Oh, I love that. Like it was yesterday. I love when they met. I was sitting in there like, oh man, Obama won. Like I was waiting for to, to see his speech and anything. And <laughs> they just started unplugging shit, start sweeping. I was tight. like, oh man. Tight. Yeah, it was real tight. I also got called a nigger that night walking back to my room. Well, of course. Um, so like, so I was real like, high. And then, you know, life was just like, uh, you know what? Let's let's just knock you back down a couple notches. Mm-hmm. They were like, look, we need to get one win tonight. So <laughs> exactly. at the expense of this here bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to do what we need to and do. And then I went and sacrificed myself for them on the weekend mm-hmm, mm-hmm. playing football. Anywho, I just want to uh, say one quote. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, so this is from Miss Nia Franklin, who is crowned um, Miss America mm-hmm. in September. She just said um, that it's important to little black to little brown and black girls to Absolutely. see three strong figures three strong women african american women that are doing so much great work people argue that race doesn't matter but race does matter in america because mm-hmm. of the history because of slavery so shout out yes shout out to that chocolate goddess nia franklin she's bad She's bad. Like, let's I don't let's know just hope her. some old tweets from hers don't come up where she, they, know, where she denounced her blackness. I can't win nothing because I've been talking greasy about everybody all day since Yo. high school. So. Oh, man. Yeah, I, just, I, just, I just really got back on Twitter. So hopefully I ain't say nothing in the time that I just Look, got back on. Okay, I'm trying to control myself. Shit, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And I always tell myself, I made a promise to myself, if I'm ever in a position where people take my old tweets mm-hmm. and bring it to me and make me apologize, I will tell every one of them to eat a dick. Yeah. And now I've said it on air, so now every single one of you listening have to hold me accountable for that. Um, what, gonna, if, what, if it's, what if it's like you apologize or you get this $2 million deal? What's happening? I mean, it depends. I mean... <laughs> Nah, fuck that. I'm gonna stay by Please, my this shit. Nigga not Eat, a no dick. Two million dollars. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. All right. It's a money hungry Scorpio who's gonna grab this. <laughs> hey, he gonna get the bag. Look, you know what you signing up for. That's what I'm gonna say. If you are gonna look back at something I said <laughs> back when the world was different in 2019. Back when that- the world, yeah. <laughs> fact. I mean, shit changed. You know what I'm saying? I am not the same person I was an hour ago. Word. I'm like, crazy. Hey. Exactly. I am not accountable for that bitch. That's I would curse myself out. I'd be like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know, know who, who that, that is. Bitch I don't is. even know who that is. Okay, Go I was ahead. hacked and all Look, that good stuff. I agree. Look, if she... not, if Nazis, mm-hmm. if Nazi supporters can get drafted second overall to the NFL, then mm-hmm. I should be able to make a two million dollar uh, bag because I said something crazy. Okay. I know, I, I know, I ain't say nothing racist. I know that for a fact. Yeah. So I'm good on that. I ain't say nothing racist or homophobic or Islamophobic. Or or any of the other phobics yeah. that's out there. I know I ain't tweeting nothing crazy like that. I only like talk that, crazy so. about white people. Yeah, there you but, go. Exactly. You know, and it's not yeah. all white people. It's just the people who need to hear it, and they love it, <laughs> and they and they love it. So, um, speaking of white people, uh, I want to shout out the Redneck Revolt. Now, if you watch um, United Shades of America on Sunday nights, it, it, and I was I kind of saw this show like you know last season, and I didn't really watch it, but I've been watching this season so far. The first episode they did on mega churches was great. Mm-hmm. And they did another church. Uh, I said another church. They did another episode this Sunday about um, basically white and uh, well, white activist groups that pretty much use their white privilege to help like push forward the agenda of the Black Lives Matter movement. I love that. And one of them, they started episode with uh, the Redneck Revolt. And that, they really like stood out to me because they 
are all about their guns, just like most white people are. And actually, I let me not say most white people because yeah. I I am someone who no, likewise. I'm, yeah, I, I actually am not. I'm not. I'm a, all for. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not about not having guns. I'm yeah, about regulation. Make, yeah, making sure the the, the wrong mm-hmm. people don't get. Right. Uh, those guns Because you know You look at the Bun B story A couple weeks Like last week That was amazing He had a gun He was right. a registered gun owner And he popped the dude That tried to right. break into his house Because the issue so, is that I think people want to argue About things in theory yeah, Guns exactly. are here So right. while they're here We have to think about What we can do to control them Not to right. get rid of them So like for me It's not about just Getting rid of them It's about like What policies can we put in place To make sure that It's not just Widely and largely accessible Yeah You know um, But I wanted to shout out the Redneck Revolt because they are gun-carrying white folks who use their ability to um, not get gunned down by the police for holding things that look similar to weapons. And they're gonna they go to um, Black Lives Matter rallies and protect those activists against neo-Nazi groups and white supremacist groups. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was amazing because even if the Oof. even if the people in Black Lives Matter said, you know what, we're gonna exercise our two A rights. And we're going to carry guns and we're going to carry AKs and we're going to have all this stuff at our rallies. The the media would be all over that, painted them yep. as all types of thugs, mm-hmm. gangbangers. And, and what they're going to do them like they did the black. Exactly. Campus. Like they would they would drop a bomb on them. Like, I really oh, believe like they would just easily, easily drop a bomb on them. Mm-hmm. But these people, they understand, like, as white folks with guns, they get looked at differently by the police. Um, yeah. As no, it's- <clears throat> so. So they're like, yo, we're going to take our uh, we're going to use our white privilege for good in this case. And we're gonna mm-hmm. go and protect. They go to different rallies and protect the um, the activists. And I thought this was great work. And to at, on first glance, I thought they were ripping off the Black Panthers, but they actually very inspired by the Black Panthers. They do a lot of the work so that dope. the Black Panthers were so doing, dope. as in feeding the community, Yo. as in protecting their own. And I just think that they're doing great work. And I, I had to shout them out, man. The Redneck Revolt. Those I'm of you so listening happy. out there. Look them up. The Redneck Revolt, man. They're doing good work out here. I'm so happy you brought this to, the t- to our attention. And can you actually repost this on the Instagram page, too? <clears throat> because, Got you. I mean, this is awesome. And, like, for me, like, I'm really a student of Stokely Carmichael. Like, I love that man because of what he preached. And he one of the great things about Stokely was that he would speak to white audiences. Mm-hmm. And he would and because it would be a lot of white people from, like, like colleges who would listen to him because he was also educated and had a lot um, and, and could really connect with them. And so he always would tell white people, like, you want to help? Like, if you want to help, don't, like, show up. Like, it's not just to show up to the rallies that black people are organizing. Organize within your own communities because right. white people will listen to you. Yeah, They'll listen absolutely. to you if they see what you're doing and they see that you have action behind what you say that you believe in. And to me, this is just, like, every, like I, like, almost cried when you told me this because this is, like, everything... Like when I talk about white people, it's not them. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. It's not y'all. <laughs> the redneck like, revolt is more so people who happen mm-hmm. to be white. Happen that's to that's be white. what that is. That's what right? they are. Like I can't, I can't, I cannot qualify. Like again, I can't group you in with the majority because you're really being anti-racist. To be anti-racist is to use your privilege yes. to help people of color, black mm-hmm. people specifically in this country, um, so that we are not murdered. Yeah. For exercising our rights mm-hmm. Because everyone talks about rights And about the amendments And all of that And it's just like If you really cared about being American You would want to protect that for everybody yeah. And this is the most American thing That they could do mm-hmm. Because they see an, a gap In the freaking constitution A gap in the civil rights um, in, in the amendments That they, they're able to occupy And use their privilege To protect us So yeah. shout out to them I yeah. really fuck with that And boy if you've seen the episode 
they they got big guns. They they don't they don't they got, got no like little the, rundown they like got bazookas. Yeah, talking about the gun might jam type. Nah, okay. they got big AKs. They they got they got assault rifles. Mm-hmm. Like they got big guns. They'll make these police officers think twice before they yeah, shoot. Yeah, exactly. And them neo and them neo Nazis and mm-hmm. white supremacist groups will definitely think twice if you pull try to run up on some. Uh, Black Lives Matter activists look, and they got them redneck revolt people standing in front of them like yeah what now look my white brothers and sisters of the redneck revolt you are always <laughs> always right. invited to the cookout yes always just go in fact go ahead and grab the chicken don't even ask don't go eat too much <laughs> we need y'all to protect us you know but, but don't just eat grab, too much grab a piece of chicken word, and get word. back to work <laughs> you, you, you eat at the cookout you most definitely gonna fall asleep so uh <laughs> So uh, make sure you don't do that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back with our trending topics. Um, I can't wait to get into trending topics, man. Because Aisha Curry was bugging out here. Oh uh, no. man, this was bugging out here. No, so. Oh, oh uh, you know what? We're gonna get into that. We will. We're gonna get into that. I could go all day on that. Oh, one. and I can too. So, um, <laughs> so uh, but we're gonna we're gonna play Lost One by Ricketti. Uh, do remember she did drop the video for Lost One. It's out on YouTube now. Make sure y'all go play that. Run up the, the streams, all that good stuff. Let's show our girl Ricketti some love. You're listening to Ben oh, Talks. I love her. Her video came right out. Here. Y'all gotta watch her video. Yes, Follow it's Radio Free R. Brooklyn. Now you wanna call me, text me, page me. Now I wanna. I finally move on it. Now you wanna roll up. Now you wanna text back. You took me off home, huh? I remember being stressed. I remember being vexed. I remember being pressed. To push it to the left. Yeah. I remember I'm a boss. Oh. Remember I got the sauce. Yeah, had to leave us alone. Yeah. yeah, I had to dust you off. Uh. Yeah. Lost 
What you think? Here you go, all in the game. I don't know that bitch, what you mean? Not just like the bitch, cause the color her team. So turn up that low self esteem. You know them hoes can't get between. The shit that we started, you gotta believe. Girl, I got the layout, just let me proceed. I promise you, promise you, promise you that you're the only one. It's just me and you in the setting, though. I wear number two, but you number one. I play in the field, girl, I'm up to something. I don't play with these hoes, they ain't nothing new. Fight for your heart, baby, one on one. Fight for your heart, baby, one on one. They don't wanna see that. They wanna see you hate her. I would not embarrass you, baby. Have bitches out here throwing subs on the daily. No bitch out here could say she fucking your baby. No bitch could say I'm the father of baby. You keep it 150, I keep it 180. You know that's the 30s, I'm tolling it, baby. We pull up that scene in that brand new Mercedes. Yeah, this shit rented, we copping it daily. One day we own about four of them, maybe. I'm dropping and plotting on blowing up crazy. My flow is tsunami, the boy is too wavy. I light up the sour and pass. I dive in that pussy and crash. Admit it, I don't ever last. It's not what you think. Here you go, all in the game. I don't know that bitch, what you mean. I just like the pick of the color of the jeans. So turn up that low self esteem. You know the most can't get between. The shit that we started, you gotta believe. Girl, I got the layout, just let me proceed. I promise you, promise you, promise you that you're the only one. It's just me and you in the setting, though. I wear number two, but you number one. I play in the field, girl, I'm up to something. I don't play with these hoes, they ain't up to none. Fight for your heart, baby, one on one. Fight for your heart, baby, one on one. I promise you, promise you, promise you that you the only one. It's just me and you when it's said and done. I wear number two, but you number one. I play in the field, girl, I'm up to something. I don't play with these hoes, they ain't up to none. Fight for your heart, baby, one on one. Fight for your heart, baby, one on one. Feeling no 
Toasting up to the finish because my mama deserve it Yeah, I'm far from what's perfect Like, who am I kidding? All the hoes in the room Looking for new beginnings Hands up if you feel it Hands up if you ride Reaching up to the ceiling Reaching up to the sky See the time working hard in the hands of God Ain't never got to wishing on a shooting star Cracked up screen phone Coconut theme song Move your feet and be wrong Dancing like song, dancing like the sun gone, so don't step your mind gone, damn oh my god, my blown, better throw that high throne, she walk on now that fire blown, flowing by like I've been the ocean, and I've been the back with that king notion, it's free spoken that wordsmith, feeling up on perfect, she bit the lip with the lust gazing, persuasion that quiz and get Adidas. When cats got robbed for they sneakers, my goons were popping their heaters. See, I was a nervous wreck, popping all of these Percocets. Yeah, I'm hot with a burning chest. No doctors and nurses yet. Cause I'm sick with it. Plus, I'm sure, but I like thick bitches. On the road to riches, no, this isn't fictitious. Making power moves like I'm Sid Vicious. Stacking, 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 yep, I'm talking big business. Order the recipe, I will slaughter my enemies. Half man, half a miracle, holy water and Hennessy. Rappers, they speak to me, but I'm trashing them easily. I'm too nice with my pain game, a master of frequency. Say above all these niggas, say what's up to the sensei. I turn up on the Tuesday, but fuck on the Wednesday. Get thirsty on Thursday, so I sip on some wine with some tacos and liquor, baby. You can't kill my vibe. Bro, no, 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 you can't kill my vibe. No, you can't kill my vibe. Say you can't kill my vibe. No, you can't kill my vibe. You can't kill my vibe. No, you can't kill my vibe. No, you can't kill my vibe. Feeling alright, feeling okay. I've been up high, I've been all the way. This my joint, yo. My outline's not working. Oh, you, you okay, might, here it is. It's working. You out. might have to connect to the Wi-Fi. It's working out. You know the hundred Bogart guest. Yo, what's mm-hmm. going on? It's Ben Talks. We are back here live on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's your boy Ben Lewis, Addy. You, you already know what it is, man. Ain't nothing changed. Same old still shit, black. different week. Yeah, we still we still black. Still dark skin. Although I worry about Addy from week to week. Uh, st- as wow. You, as you get into these different spaces. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I don't know. I went I'm to just a whole saying, ass Harvard saying, and I'm still saying. ghetto. Mm-hmm. It's clearly this shit is innate. I always wonder. <laughs> I always wonder what that's like. Because my only the only thing I know about Harvard <clears throat> is from what I've seen on How High. I don't know how accurate that is. Um, inaccurate. But it's very inaccurate. Okay. Inaccurate. All right. Okay. 
So we could we jumping in? Is that what yes, doing? let's jump right into this, man. Because right, let's, start, let's uh, give him some context, bro. I don't need yo anyone. You don't need no context. Aisha Curry was straight up wilding out no, this she week was not. when she went on Red Table Talk and she started talking. Listen, I'm gonna play the comment. I'm gonna control myself. Please do. I'm gonna control myself. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a, a, a debater like yourself. I, I overheard you say that you were captain or something like that on one I, of the podcasts. I did win several awards on yeah, the debate see, team. I actually, I did. I actually listen when, when when these clients come in and do these podcasts mm. here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Mm. <clears throat> I've had some bad ones recently, though. So oh. It's good to throw that out there. <laughs> um, I hope none of them are listening. Uh, I hope they don't know. All what right, so Red Table Talk. Aisha Curry appeared on a Jada Pinkett show, Red Table Talk. And she, uh, well... She had some. Let me let me pull up the exact moment here because I watched this drum about three four times, and um, they're so beautiful. Everyone at the table. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Really yeah, seriously. Willow looked high as hell though. Can, can we agree on that before we start going at each other? I mean, Willow's been looking high for years, <laughs> so I'm not sure. But she looked high. She is or what? You know, I doubt she's high next to her mom though. I think she has like a lot of respect for her mom, and it's really cute. Because she's also like super free. Oh yes, that's true. But anywho, here's here's the uh, here's the clip. Um, let me see here. Was that was that all? Around the fifteen minute mark. Let me see what this clip is. Do I have do I have everything on? Yeah. All right, I'm not sure what's going on with that. We'll figure it out though. But basically, oh, here it is. No, no, no. Okay. I see. I see what the issue was. All right, all right. Let me see. Is this the right point? And I think like open communication and like putting your feelings out on the line, like that helps me a lot. It's like just letting somebody know, like, nah, kind of having an anxiety attack right now. Like, oh, uh, this is when they start talking about mental mental health. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Did I? It said around. It was around a fifteen-minute marker here. Anything about what I just did? It's just kind of a big blur. Oh no, they're still I talking about. Exactly- I mean, I'm gonna skip ahead. Sorry, but yeah. Um, do, 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 do. All right. Yeah. So um, you know, let's fa- just Facebook let's doesn't just par- allow like how YouTube does. Yeah, let's and, just paraphrase um, real quick because yeah, basically Aisha Curry was on the Red Table Talk show mm-hmm. and when she was she was asked about you know her relationship. You know, some insecurities and whatnot. And one thing that she mentioned is that she finds it really troubling dealing with the groupies that Steph has. And, you know, um, the women, the young women who try to gain his favor, <laughs> they know he's married. Everyone knows he's married, but they don't care. And um, for her, on the opposite end, she feels like while Steph is getting all this attention, she doesn't feel that desirability. She doesn't feel like she's getting that attention on her end. And that makes her feel like you know like you know what about me like what's what's wrong with me and so she was really vulnerable in that moment expressing that um you know that's something that she thinks about I was and really considers. vulnerable in that moment please she was please. so um of course you know leave it to the negroes uh leave it to the negro congregation to come together and to harass harass miss curry um for her convictions her honest her honest beliefs uh-huh now i'm going to read a few things for you 
Uh, Are these these a bunch of op-eds? No. That a bunch of scorned, hurt women ran to their blogs to write Mm -hmm. when they they came across these comments? No. This is a number of different different collection of shit. All right. (sighs) So, um, Mm -hmm. number one, Aisha Curry is every mother who's ever looked at herself in the mirror and struggled with wondering if she's still as beautiful as she used to be before childbearing changed her appearance. And that is why men can't understand. Now, here's what you can't understand as a man. Mm. Okay, because mm-hmm. what you receive that as is disrespect. No, what she's experiencing is disrespect. There's women constantly coming for her man, right? And he's having to entertain to some degree some of these women in order for him to move through his career. That is not not to say it's disrespect on his end, but the whole situation being a wife of an athlete is a disrespectful situation. Now, as a woman who has given birth several times. Right, she's a young woman. Three, three kids. She's like twenty five. S- several. She's times. super young. She's not like twenty five. Yes, she is. They're Curry, super young. Curry is like thirty. Curry's no. thirty. She's she's like twenty nine. Curry's thirty. Whatever. Curry's 30. She's super young. She has three kids. Right. All right. She basically at nineteen she met this man. She's been with her him her entire adult life. Meaning she didn't have a whole phase. She didn't have a phase where she was oh. able to experience. <laughs> Experience different. She found her man and she's been uh-huh. committed. You have never mm. seen her name nowhere about talking to nobody or doing nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So she's been committed to this man and he's been committed to her. Now, if you think about it as a woman, and you can't understand this because you can't. Uh-huh. As a woman, a right. lot of our value is tied into how desirable we are. So even for the most mm-hmm. educated, the most successful, the most confident appearing women, it doesn't change the fact that if you've been socialized under a certain norm, that in order for you to be perceived as beautiful, in order for you to be perceived as successful, really, you have to be perceived as desirable. We have that on us, which is why beauty standards, when you think about it in the industry, are tailored towards women because it's about what we consume and about what people think about us. These are the things that we are invested in and it's not it's not just because we want to feel invested in them. It's because our whole survival has been attached to it. If you're, not a, if you're not a beautiful woman, then you don't have this, 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 and that. And there's studies that show that. So as a woman who has basically, at age 19, dedicated her life to this man, and of course she's not complaining about it, but as a woman who has given birth to several kids for this man, right, you always want to know that you're still cute. You want to know that you're still good. You want to know that you still have some... He doesn't have to question that, because... Every day, he has several women on his dick, several women reminding him that if in the event he wants to step out of his marriage, they are ajar and ready. Now, she has, she's dealing with that on top of the typical and average desires of a woman to want to feel like, like, even if you think about your old, your mom, your, your, any older women in your life, like they want to feel like, oh damn, like, you know, when I go out on the street, people still think I'm cute. Like a part of, and, and it may be shallow, it may be whatever, but that's part of how we are brought up in society to believe that part of our identity, part of our value is tied into how we're perceived sexually. And the older we get as women, the more insecure we feel about that. So I don't think that is crazy. Like I, I feel, and that's why I've always had like this, um, distance or this disconnect with white feminism, because I'm just like, look, I don't like getting sexually harassed in the street, but I mean, if a Mexican want to whistle at me and make me feel like, mm-hmm. and make me feel like I look cute today, I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, uh, start a petition about it I'm not because you know and call it what it is but as women we want to believe especially as we get older and our bodies change our faces change whatever that we still 
have something to offer to this world. Unfortunately, a lot of our achievements and accomplishments are downplayed because of appearance, because of physical attributes. And it's nice to know that even when you're a woman with kids, that it like that I still have, that people still see me as beautiful. Because then you think about it too, even for your man, you want your man to be to be like, oh wow, your girl is is cute. You want that. You want you want to believe that. Like Kanye, he has a girl, Kim Kardashian, who's widely perceived as attractive. Travis Scott, he has a girl, Kylie Jenner, who's widely perceived as attractive. That matters to men. And in the same way, it matters to women that they feel that way, too. So we don't sit there and shame and bash Kanye and shame and bash Travis and shame and bash, you know, all Because none of who, them have ever came out and said, yo, I wish more women was hollering well, at me. I you know wish why? more women because was you talking. Know why? Because men's identity were never socialized or predicated on the fact of whether or not women found them desirable. Men can fucking look like a caveman. They can right. look like shit, and you know that. Niggas like, I mean, let's think all about right. it. There's a lot of niggas who don't look good at all, but they're bagging pretty ass girls, right? right. Because right. beauty is not a part of their evaluation of their character or evaluation of whether or not they're successful. That has nothing to do with them. That's well, why the beauty industry is tailored towards uh-huh. women. So you have to think about that and get out of your damn heads as men and listen to women. Like, stop right. going in on us. Look, you just took me to Harlem to come back down here. You said a whole lot of nothing, Addie, mm-hmm. and let me tell you why. Right, one of the ahead. things she mentioned in those comments, right, was one of her insecurities, right? She's insecure about about the fact that men outside of her marriage don't try to holler at her. What can make you feel more secure than a man like Steph Curry, the face of the NBA, arguably one of the best players? He revolutionized the game. Mm-hmm. He is making 40 It is on record. He's making about $40 million per year and this is on the court this we're not even counting his endorsements mm-hmm. this man can literally walk into a room filled with women married single and other and can pick out five and say let's go and they will follow him mm-hmm. he can literally do this and he can do this every single day but yet he he is in love with her he shows and you can see that when you see them what more do you need to feel secure why do you need random guys trying to trying to talk to you that can do nothing for you mm-hmm. so, that can do nothing for you you literally have it all in the guy that you have but yet that is not enough you still feel insecure because you want random guys sliding to your dm talking to you on the street like that doesn't make any sense that I doesn't think, make any sense i think the expectations for women and men are crazy because when you think about it this nigga like if you think about it one minute many, one minute women, women can do how many women have been murdered off the off what are we the wait wait what are you talking what are we talking about here i'm gonna bring here? it back women murdered women, what are we talking the, about hold here hold on how many women have been murdered by average ass niggas just off the what? strength off the strength that other niggas found them desirable so if you yes. want if you want to talk about insecurity, we will start with men. Okay, we're okay. We're not gonna go to women. Okay, yet how first. many? How many we're women? We're not gonna get, do that. Okay, so if we're that's stay- just how that's how niggas move. But right. I, I want to ask you a question first. Mm-hmm. What makes Steph Curry special? What makes LeBron James special? And I'm gonna name those two. What makes Russell Wilson special? Tell me. What are the they're three the, things that you? They're at the these top guys? of their sport. And and. And, and they they're at the top of this sport in any scandal related to cheating. You just helped my point. No, Even I, more of the reason no, can, for her to no, not listen, feel insecure listen, about done. this shit. I'm not done. Let me bring it back. So that makes them special, right? Now, he, Steph Curry, I fuck with him just as I fuck with LeBron James. It's like any nigga in this industry who is able to resist temptation enough to not, at least, we don't know what they do behind closed doors, but at least it hasn't come to the public. So we are grateful for that. Now, 
that is what makes them special. Now, at the same time, as a woman who is in the industry still dealing with it, it doesn't matter if your man is an anomaly. This shit you're still surrounded with. If you had a girl who every day there was niggas coming after her, niggas and her DM, niggas doing all of this, doing that. It's like, of course, I can trust my man, but it becomes, it does make you feel some type of way if one person is getting a shitload of attention that they have to field because of their career and you have to experience because of their career. And on the other end, you're not getting that. And so this, what's, this what type of, point, this is my point what about, type like, of way, what type of way does it make about, you feel if your man's you, getting all the attention? This what type of way does it, does it make you feel if your man is getting all the attention? Me, the, same jealous? Way, the same way a nigga feels when he shoots a girl in the face for what? fucking talking to a, for, for a nigga yes, sliding her is DMs. The kind, and this is the kind of energy that's not coming Aisha Curry's way. So she should not want it. You just no, said it yourself. Women are getting killed because men want to talk to them on the street and they get rejected. What would happen if a man tried to talk to Aisha Curry? He would get rejected. Why would she? And why she does she even want that kind and of? She would reject it, but you got to yes, think. But why does she want that kind of energy? It, because you got to think about it proportionately. Regardless of the situation, yes, he is a basketball player. Cool, he's gonna get attention. He's cool. a made hold man. On, hold on, hold on. And this is the reason why a lot of people who are in the industry align themselves with people who are in the industry because they can understand what that attention is like and they they are both experiencing it. So if you think about a relationship like I hate to say, but they're both so attractive. Um Rihanna and Chris Brown, let's remove the the scandal from it. They're both equally attractive. They're both getting DMs. They're both So they're both experiencing the same situation. So of course, there may be jealousy that comes about from that situation, but at least they can both say, I'm not feeling like I'm fucking chopped liver while this nigga's getting all this attention. It doesn't matter. Like, we are human beings. We are human beings at the end of the day. Steph Curry is not entertaining these women, but it doesn't But it does it help that he knows that he's fucking cute, that he knows that he is able to get whoever he wants if he wanted to. That shit is just... That, it, why not? And it's my same point as to why I don't like one of my issues with uh, open relationships because it's like if I was in open relationship and I'm chilling and I'm happy and content with this nigga but he's sitting there getting an entertainer a whole bunch of attention from somebody else that is at the end of the day is gonna breed some level of insecurity within anybody so I don't think it's crazy for people to, I think it's crazy for people to be bashing her for a very human emotion. If you had a partner who every day you sit in there like, b- bitches is like, I'm still your man. Uh, I-, I know he has a wife, but I don't give a shit. And meanwhile, back in your DMs, no one's thinking about you. Like that's a very fucking human emotion. It doesn't doesn't mean that I want to talk to you. It just because mean it's a human, just because you. it's a human emotion, doesn't mean that it's right. What, what how could you, you possibly like? How, I don't understand. Well, you don't think you don't, so? Is it, it, the question uh, how do you? Is she wrong for how she feels or the fact that she said it? What is the issue? Because how she feels seems really fucking human. I to feel me. like I feel like women like yourself are just are just seeing this situation and looking at it as you know. Let me just blindly go defend this woman because it's us against men. I I'm, feel like that's what this and is. I know that 100%. men love to think that. I know you do. That's what me, this is. It's about humanity. It's about like the, it's it's about proportionality. When I think about just scale, even just. Let's take men and women out of it. Uh-huh. If one person is receiving a but attention, it's, no, we can't take men and women out. This is a married couple. Attention is a, is a commodity. This is not period. Addy, this attention. is not. Listen, listen. This is not me and you walking down the no, street and everybody's you, no, paying attention you're to me. To tell me you're no, tra- this no, is you're a husband. Me I'm making we're it talking about man and we're, women. We're I'm talking about a husband that. and wife. No, I'm just listening for argument's sake because you said okay, but we're talking a husband and wife. We're talking about a husband and wife. No, but you just said that you women have made it about. I just want to support women. I'm just 
just yes, saying. Yes, that's I, women who are saying. defending her are just saying that. And that I'm that's their, that's so what So can I doing. explain what I think before you Go interrupt ahead. me? Go ahead. So what I'm saying is that if you take men and women out of the situation, I'm talking about in objectively, attention is a commodity. Clout is a commodity. Attention is a commodity. That nigga has it, so he doesn't have to grapple. And she with doesn't. It. No, she, she just doesn't have she clout. She just said that the nigga Aisha Curry doesn't have clout. Just, no, not to the degree. Aisha that, Curry has a cooking no, show on no, YouTube. She all has under she owns, his name. She owns restaurant. It's not no. Her cooking show name, is under, under her name. name. Because guess what? When women get married and they have to fucking open up their uterus and open up their fucking stomach and Bruh. bodies to be torn open to Bruh. give birth to, to to a nigga's kid. And oh this my god! Still getting attention it's and not okay. Not, you, make you don't it, know what it's like to have a kid. Uh, you don't of know course what not. Oh, that's, course. and that's what it always no, comes down to. You don't down know what it's, don't don't know what it's like, like to, to be to, a woman. You don't know what it's like to go to the change, that's, to that's, that's that's what y'all gonna get. Reasons. That's what y'all gonna go to. That's the that's. Are you, gonna, are you gonna listen? Because I'm just saying. Are you gonna listen? That's where every woman has taken it. Hold on. That's where every woman has taken it. No, because it's true, and you need to listen to women. If you think about it, if you think about it, let's 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 get let's get fucking real. All uh, these, okay. All these. Think about it. What is every nigga's type? A young, pretty girl. Period. What? This is a woman who is getting older. A woman who's had kids. Listen, listen, listen. Hold on. This is a woman oh, who's had kids. God. This is a woman who's basically dedicated and devoted her life in support of this man's dream. She's not complaining about it. All she is saying is that as a woman who was brought up to believe, right? As a woman, as we are all socialized to believe, as men are socialized to believe, what a woman's value is is so tied to her physical appearance. So if the fact that DMs are open and anyone can fucking jump in and just say hi. They can say, you're cute. You're bad. You're And she's saying that she's not getting any of this. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, as she is fielding scores of women coming for her man, I don't think that it's a crazy reaction for her to say, damn, it would, you know, like, it's 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 I think it's the distance between the experience she's dealing with with her with her husband and what she's experiencing after giving birth to three kids. People calling her ugly. People call her moon face. People talk about how she don't got no hips. People be going in on her about her physical appearance. So if if her man is not experiencing that and he's getting a bunch of women, that makes her feel insecure. Regardless of what a man is telling you, men can get up and do. And that's why I asked you that question about what makes LeBron Curry and. Russell different they because they are different they haven't publicly embarrassed their women but the fucking rule is the rule in this hip-hop industry in this culture in the basketball culture is that niggas leave their women so if it doesn't matter if how secure you may feel you see niggas switch up every day because niggas don't have the obligations to be to 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 be with the women the way that women have to be with a man period so it would be nice to know that like yo people see me as desirable so when my man is out with me so it doesn't matter feels- it doesn't matter that your husband sees you as desirable it doesn't matter that your husband and Jada even said she didn't say it didn't no, matter I'm, I'm sa- listen wait said. wait wait I'll let you go off for like five minutes straight all right go ahead Jada even said I had to put myself in Will's shoes in the red table talk mm-hmm. she says I had to put myself in Will's shoes to understand. Where, like to have compassion and have understanding from his point of view. Mm-hmm. And mind you, this was a completely random ass statement. She just threw it out there. They were not talking about that's the, her truth. That that's her truth. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. It was not part of the conversation. So niggas cheat every day, and because she we're feels not like, talking about niggas cheat. Uh, we're not talking about niggas as we're not talking about niggas overall. <laughs> what we're talking about is Aisha Curry and Steph Curry. See, women don't like to keep things to case by case basis. We talking about Aisha Curry and Steph mm-hmm. Curry. This man is everything you can ask for. That if you put down a bunch of stuff on a notepad about what you want in your mm-hmm. nigga, Steph Curry is the person that you're describing most mm-hmm. of the time. 
this is everything a woman could want in a nigga. Even you. Yeah. Nigga, he's doing for himself. Yeah. He's, he has a good living. He I could agree. take care of you. He's able to set you up yep. for other businesses so you can make money, mm-hmm. with, so your money can make money for you. He's not cheating on you. He's not publicly embarrassing you. Mm-hmm. He's not doing anything to bring shame to you or his family. Mm-hmm. But yet, but yet, you go on Facebook talking about I'm insecure because niggas is not sliding my DMs. What type of shit is that? Well, no, that's and that's because you don't, you're not listening to, you're not actually I listening listen to, to what she's I watch saying. the red table no, talk like five you're times. You're listening for what you want to hear. You're listening from the perspective of a man who's been good to a woman, but you're not listening to the fact of how women are brought up to be. We had this conversation just on the phone last week. We were talking about the show. We were just talking about what we remember. We were, and you said it out of your own mouth. Why do these women stay with these men? Oh, because we're taught that part of our success. Yes, that's it. Part of our success is in, is is embedded and invested in how how we're able to uh, uh, enable. Sorry, and how we're able to keep a relationship and and. And what men think of us, we we don't we we don't have the luxury as women to be to just grow up and to just fucking be. Our existence is tied to what do niggas think of me? I, even I'm I'm a very confident, independent, strong young lady, and I will say that fucking boldly. But it doesn't mean that I have not been affected by the socialization of what the society does. It doesn't mean that I don't feel like oh man, I would like for this person to think I'm cute. It doesn't mean because these are the things that I grew up. Seeing these are the things that have been reinforced. The, you we said it earlier on the show about oh, um, a man is a prize. That, you know, if a man don't, I was just talking about my mom and about her. We were just talking about moms feeling their husband, like because a man has always been seen as a reward. So outside of just your husband, your desirability and your attractiveness leading up into that point still matters because that's how you've been socialized. You want to but be- you want to believe as a woman married or not that whatever man you stand by, he is happy and he's proud to be by you. So I don't think of it as disrespectful. I think of it as she wants to feel like I am still cute. I'm still that bitch so when I am with my man other people are paying attention. It's the same reason why someone like Kanye gets a girl like him. People are like, oh, why Why is Kanye getting a girl like him? Because niggas all love the same girl. It makes him feel fucking comfortable that niggas are attracted to his woman. And here's a woman who is in the limelight where people are going in on her face, going in on her body. And and, and meanwhile, back at the ranch, niggas is all up in her niggas DM. Do you, do you watch, like, do you watch, do you watch sports debates? Do you watch sports talk TV or listen to sports talk Sometimes. radio? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. They drag Steph, LeBron. They drag these guys all the time. But they time. don't drag them based on their appearance. You don't have men don't have to deal with oh, that. That's and, and no, seriously, it's really pissing me off because oh, no, it's really pissing me off because you don't have to deal with what it means uh, to be judged based on your appearance. Niggas can look all fucking types of crazy. Kodak Black has a career. Show me a fucking woman who looks like Kodak Black who has a fucking career. Nobody. So stop. Period. <laughs> Women are judged based on how they look. And this is somebody who's been attacked in the media based on how she looks. Meanwhile, her dude is getting all types of girls sliding into his DMs trying to talk to him. Come on. You think if Steph Curry worked at U, if, if Stephen Curry worked at UPS, you think they would, these girls would give Hell a yeah. damn? No, they would yes, not. They, are Cut you it serious? Out. Yes, they, they, they give a damn about Steph how Curry many, right now. Oh, how many broke-ass niggas live in my friend's They give a damn. They Can give a damn. They give a damn about Steph Curry right now because he's one of the faces of the NBA, and you see him all you see making is, jump shots, and they think money making... and power. That's what they see when they when they see Steph. And just like, and I'm taking words mm-hmm. from Jada Pinkett, just like how women, how men see a bunch of women around, and it's like a primal reaction that we have. 
Y'all see money and power, and you have a primal reaction, okay, sure. just like Jada said. Sure. So that is the reaction that most of these rooms that Steph Curry walks into, where he's kicking with other people, of course, because he has to keep up a certain image. Of course, because if he if and he's, he's not wrong in any of this, okay, I'm not, not, I'm not saying I'm not he's saying wrong. he's wrong in any of yeah. this, but is she wrong for having that feeling? I'm not. I can't tell anyone how, how to feel. Right. I can't tell anyone how to feel. But you're gonna go say that on a platform that's gonna have millions of views? Yeah, and I'm sure she's dis- she seems like a very honest person. I'm sure she's. They must have had too much goddamn wine sure before that red table talk. With her own man because that, they have a real relationship. When and he said, a, and he said, girl, you got your goddamn mind. That's nah, what he said. When you are in a real relationship, Puh, you can speak please. honestly about the things that make you feel uncomfortable. Now my girl say something you like that. Feel, like, you can listen. you can speak honestly about the things that. That's what a real relationship is, not what oh. men want you to think or what, what men want you to say. I have I have tons of women. I'm not. I don't have no kid. I'm not in that situation, but I have tons of women who are on my on my newsfeed are like, yo, like this crazy that she's getting crucified. Like I've thought about this because they're dudes. They fucking had the kid, and how they're many, not married to it, NBA it players. Does not matter. They're not because married. Guess what? Because guess what? You know what? A relationship, they're, with, a they're relationship not, with a dude. Listen. At the end of the day, this is a dude with a lot of power, a lot of money. If today he decided that it just no longer works for me, what the fuck is she supposed to do? What the fuck is she supposed to do? Um, now, that's when the court granted, system. That's when the justice system's gonna do what the justice system no, does best yeah, and sure. grant her like sixty percent of I'm his not money. About what are you money? talking I'm about? I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about the fact that she's invested and devoted her whole life to this man, just as so many women devote and invest their whole lives to men. Right? They devote and invest their entire mm. lives to these men with the hopes that. They can keep up with what that lifestyle entails, with which what that means is being attractive, being look, perceived as look attractive. At, look at Jada Think of, right and look at Jada Pinkett. Look, look she, she is looking. Perceived, she looking at like Aisha she like she's crazy. She is perceived as attractive. Look at, she look, is at perceived, Jada, look at Jada's face. No, she's looking at Aisha like she's got out on, of her goddamn mind. Right that's now. why guys go for these girls. <laughs> Yo. You know, when these guys in the Hollywood oh, and in the man. media, they go for these girls who are perceived as attractive because it is important to men to be with a woman that oh, is also man. perceived as attractive. So as a woman who is mm. a the number one basketball player's wife who is getting, I mean, people are going in on her every day about her appearance, not about her work, not about nothing else, but her fucking appearance. Yes, and these yes. same people is who it she wants, should... and these same people is mm-hmm. who she wants validation from. Okay, these well, same shit. people that don't no, really I mean, give a well, damn about I mean, her, that, these same no people point. that are dragging that her no for her point. appearance and her that faces. That is a no point. That is a no point because at the same time, you want fucking mm. validation for the things that you have and it may be those same people that are haters too. Yeah. It doesn't mean uh, that, but guess what? That yeah, validation. If I was a two-time MVP, no, a four-time NBA champion, I don't need validation from anybody. That validation cements your... Come on. No, that validation cements your security. And I'm not... Look, I'm not saying she's not insecure. She just said she was. And I think it's a really honest fucking human reaction and emotion to be with someone who's super high profile and to see them getting a lot of attention... Right. And you can't you can't stop it. And she knows that. And she said it bothers her, but she deals with it. She knows she can't control it. People are going to do what they want to do. But if you're dealing with that, one of the things that's fucking helpful is to know that. Oh, wow. Other people also find me this way, too. So who gives what? a fuck? Are you kidding? You're are you not going to give these guys a, a time it of does, day. Does you're not, not going to give these people no, the and, time of day. You're not going to give them at, like, what and, is exactly, the point? And who and, gives a fuck and my, and my about point, it? My point is that is that who gives a fuck? So if she wants. So why she, should she give a fuck? If no, your point because, is who gives yes, a fuck, why should she give a fuck? My point is that if she who gives a fuck. So why the fuck should it matter if she feels like she would want attention? No. Why should it matter that she doesn't get attention from people outside of her it's a disproportionate fucking reaction. It's a dis- and that can eat up anybody. It doesn't matter so, who listen, you are. Look, like, yeah, if one yeah. person is getting your like blood, said, your blood pressure done got your, clout, your blood pressure done went up and, and everything. Oh, my would, blood you, is good. would you have the my same reaction? If, would you have the same reaction if Steph said that? 
Well, no, because it wouldn't apply. Men are not. Oh, brought it wouldn't up. apply. Okay. Men are okay. not brought up oh, and right. socialized. All right. Yeah. For their beauty mm-hmm. and the way that they look to be seen as a commodity, that is not the same case. But for a woman, think about Jay Z. He's with Beyonce for a fucking reason. Yeah, men it, like yo, to be. Oh, that with, was, you know what? Men like you know to what? be with women. You couldn't have said the more perfect men thing. Men like if to be Jay-Z, with. Hold on, hold on. Men like to be with women who other men find attractive, mm-hmm. which is why there's the prototype of the Kim Kardashian. Right. Which mm-hmm. is why if you go on Fashion Nova, every fucking model looks like Kim Kardashian. That shit, when you are in the limelight, is a human reaction because you're seeing all of these women. You know your men. You're, you know your man is getting all these advances from all of these types of women who are attractive, who are smart, who have all of these things going for them. And you are there, and you want to also feel that way too. I don't see why she's getting crucified for it. Period. If Jay Z, if Jay Z went on on a podcast or he went on on a radio show and was like, you know what? Beyonce is clearly a bigger star than me. Mm-hmm. When we go out, I see everybody flooding her. I want pictures of her. Want to do this, that, and the mm-hmm. third with her. You know, and I think, is there anything wrong with me? Well, am I, am would, I a, a good be, enough you, artist? You have to come up with it's, a better example because that would be uh, That is the perfect... No, it's why, not. No, why it's is not. that inaccurate? Because people... Aisha Curry said specifically that she does not get attention from men. Jay-Z gets attention from women, period. Oh, period. It. Jay-Z oh, has always gotten it. attention from women. Stop it. So stop with these false equivalencies. It's stop not the it. same thing. Look, what a woman has just, to go through look, as far just, as beauty we've been talk, is We've been talking different. about this for about 20 minutes, and no, you said a whole I, lot of nothing. I mean, no, I, all right? said, I said a whole lot of a lot. You said a whole lot of nothing. I said a whole lot of All I heard was... run the tapes back. All I heard was, I'm going to defend this woman to the death of me because she's a woman, and men are evil, and blah, blah, blah. you you know... Yeah. limited capacity uh-huh. uh you want to believe that oh wow but, intelligence um, jokes oh, you know, I, 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 I know that i know that that you know you want to believe that uh-huh. but that's right. not the case my my case is about socialization and the point you brought up about um you know about money and power i that is something that men also that that's something if we want to talk about that conversation we can have that conversation i do think that is a thing i do think that yes a lot of the reason why he does get attention is because of his money and power right. i agree women but, see women see a know, man yeah. that could change Change their I finger. Agree. Change. I said but, change their finger. Yeah. That could change their life at the snap of a finger. Uh-huh. Like he, literally, he could change a woman's life. Well, of and, course. And it doesn't even dent his bank account. Of course. And that's why I said it has nothing to do. With and that's why. Him. But that's why. That's the biggest part of why of these why, women are are after him. Of course. That's but the biggest thing. But it doesn't change the fact that regardless of why they're after him. Every day he's getting it's, it's about validation Period And anything that you do You want to feel fucking validated It doesn't matter If you're fucking twiddling your so, thumbs So she's not It doesn't matter If you're walking down the street People like to fucking feel validated but she's, so she doesn't she's feel, saying So she doesn't feel validated she's saying by that she doesn't She's saying She's saying that be, And that's the saying, pro, That's part of the problem though For her to say She's saying that relatively To her man Because she's feel, she in the Right before that conversation She was just talking about Groupies telling her, I don't give a fuck about your relationship. Da, 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 da. Nobody told her that. She was just saying that in the She interview. said sometimes she's had to insert herself because somebody was being a little too friendly. And and they said, we know and we don't care. That's what she said in an interview. So if you're dealing with all of that. Okay, and so you're you do. Okay, so yeah, what? Okay, but like, okay, yes, you're dealing with all of that and you're a wife. And at the end of the day, you're not like Beyonce and Jay Z don't have this because Beyonce's getting attention and Jay Z is getting attention, period. Jay Z's always had attention. Beyonce's always had attention. And that's what I'm saying. This is a relationship where these are two regular people one is a celebrity one is a, a man one is a basketball player the top basketball player getting a bunch of attention and here's this woman who people are going in on her based on her appearance talking about she look like she have down syndrome talking about she got a moon face talking about she got no hips and as a woman as a woman 
as a woman in any type of limelight, the worst thing that you can be perceived as is unattractive. It's their studies that show that women don't even get fucking jobs based on their attractiveness. But so she it, doesn't have. Okay, look. First yeah, of all, stop bringing stop thing. bringing regular ass women problems into this situation. Well, it affects Aisha, her. it does not affect yes, her. Does. She doesn't. She doesn't have to worry because about getting a job. She, she doesn't have up. to worry about getting a job because she's not attractive. But she doesn't have to woman, worry about getting promotions and all that plus stuff in her workplace because like, she's with someone who set her up like. The my the biggest argument for men is, what the hell more do you want? You want a man? You just said it earlier. You can you build me a house? This motherfucker could build you a house. He got the money to do it. He could take care of you for the rest of your life. He set you up with businesses. He set you up for you to do, be able to go do your own thing. I'm providing for you. Like I'm doing everything that a man is supposed to be doing. And she did not. She did not downplay not one thing that. But yet, you st- um, everything, and yet, oh, I still feel insecure because a bunch of guys that I don't give a damn about, a bunch of guys that I'm not going to give the time of day to, are not trying to talk to me. What type of shit is that? Well, just when is same- it enough? Like it, having look, a loving marriage is not enough. A man that loves you, a man that could pick, that could be with any now, woman, here's the thing. a man that could be with any woman on the face of this planet because uh-huh. of who he is and what he has. But he and he's with you. Now, That's not be, secure. That doesn't make you feel secure enough. It would be enough. It would be enough if all things were controlled. It would be enough if he wasn't also receiving crazy. I mean, groupie like. What these dudes have to deal with in music and sports is crazy, right? And that's neither of their faults. And through all it's that, he is their, with her. It's neither of their faults, and but through, it happens. All that. It doesn't matter. She still, she has to deal with it too and because it's coming towards her marriage and her relationship. And as a woman, as we said, mm-hmm. part of our fucking success and our identity is not just tied to what we are able to earn on our own. It's tied to how we are able to manage and handle our relationships. So this is a huge part of her of her relationship and what she is saying to me what she is saying to me is that me, I'm a woman be on no, my side no, and because you're a woman me, I'm going to defend you too don't gaslight like me what I'm she is saying that's, like, that's what, that's what, that's what, what women saying. are doing because yeah, that's, that's not what I'm I'm telling you what I'm saying uh-huh what she is saying to me is that because all of this is uh, this is happening it is what it is right this this is my situation and I have to deal with it right mm-hmm. but on the other end I'm not necessarily, even though I am somewhat in the limelight and I am his wife, I'm not feeling any of that. I'm not feeling any of that. I'm not feeling desirable. I'm not feeling, and and here's the thing. Men, men will tend to respect men's relationships, especially when it's a marriage. Unfortunately, I would say that from what I've seen, women tend to not. And you, you want me to, you want, you want to paint me out to believe that I'm just defending women. And I'm telling you right now, women don't often respect um, people's relationships and not all women but of course there's the groupies and whatever and you'll obviously more likely to see female groupies than male groupies when men see that okay a dude is locked in a relationship you won't see them disrespect you if, if Jay-Z was to divorce Beyonce right now you wouldn't see nobody touch her you wouldn't see nobody touch her because out of respect because that's how niggas move and because he's a respected nigga in the industry so then y'all need to check out get. then y'all need to check out fellow females well because you got to think about it beauty is a commodity sex is a commodity so in the same way that niggas sell drugs to make it out of the hood women fucking sell sex they sell their beauty that it's a commodity so it's it's that's why to me it's a false equivalence for you to compare this to anything that a man has to go through it's not the same because as a woman a huge part of our value is tied to our parents so as a woman it is as as a woman growing up it's not like niggas go down the street and girls is whistling them talking to them we experienced that and this is somebody who at 19 years old got with this man had kids and now people don't think she's cute. She was somebody who was always perceived as cute. She's somebody who was 
always getting attention and now it's gone and now it's she's not, supposed it's not gone well, that's the thing well, like, it's, it's gone from it's gone in the way that she was used to and she's not saying that what he, the man is doing isn't great all she's saying is that damn in comparison to what this man is experiencing I am not getting any of that and I am a woman yeah. who has been socialized because to feel like I need that I'm not saying that it's, it's I'm not saying that it's a it's a virtuous thing I'm just saying that it's a very real freaking reaction and I feel like at, we don't allow women to be freaking real at, and at open the, at the end of the day at the end of the day she burst onto the scene as what? Steph Curry's wife. Yeah. And Steph Curry is one of the greatest basketball players to ever walk the face of this Correct. Game. Now, I don't know what man in their right mind is going to try to slide in, in her DM or mm-hmm. try to talk to her on the street. And I'm sure, I am sure that the average person in San Francisco and Oakland, wherever the hell green, uh, the, the, the Warriors play, mm-hmm. if they don't know who Steph Curry is, I'm sure she's been catcalled. I'm sure she gets attention. I'm sure she does. But like the women say, you're either not looking for it or you just don't care about it. Well, I don't think she's just walking down the Oakland streets, but... Well, I mean, they, they're they probably in the suburbs you know, of Oakland. You if know. she... If, you know, they're probably was, in the, they're, I have I'm, some, pretty, I'm pretty sure they're in the, on their own estate. <laughs> I, have some, I have some tweets that are hilarious um, from this situation, too. They, they, have, they, they have their own estate, I'm pretty sure. I, I got some <laughs> hilarious tweets from this, too. People, a friend of mine posted, Oh, Aisha, want attention? New York got options. You got Jamaica Avenue... Uh, you got two to fifth, full ten, Flatbush, baby. What you need, right? I don't think Aisha's frequenting these streets. I think Aisha's inside taking care of the three kids that this man destroyed her body for. Destroyed her body. <laughs> yes. Look. Yes. No one asked that I had him kids. For him. He did. No, he didn't. They both did. <laughs> they, did. Both, they both. Look, did. It's both of the decision. And listen, she has you to can say you can say what you, you can say what you want about a, a woman giving birth and getting pregnant, but at the end of the day. It's the regardless of what's going on with politics right now, it's the woman's choice to have a baby or not. Okay, it, she did not want no kids because them babies was gonna destroy her it figure. Was their choice. She could have said, uh, "Steph, I ain't having no kids." It was their choice. It was they made a choice as well, a team. Then, and, hey, I, look, they made a choice hey, as a look. team, but she has to bear the physical consequences. Hey, so look. One, one, this dude posted a picture of her back in when they first got together, and he was going in on her. Oh well, you know, if you look like this, you know, you would still be cute, and that's fucked hey, up look. because it's just like. It's 10 years later. She's had three kids. She still looks great. She ain't but had unfortunately, you. men men are fucking fickle. It's the same reason why these 75-year-old, 80-year-old men are finding 20-year-old girls. Like, don't sit here and try to tell me and try to gaslight me and try to tell me that beauty is not a commodity to she women. Like, she ain't had, and don't she try ain't. to tell me that there's not several women she who have been secure in their relationships uh-huh. where the nigga didn't leave her and now she's sitting We're not there. talking about a nigga leaving no, her. You, you know, adding a bunch of shit to the argument. Think about the fucking context. I, why why are we thinking about all this extra because shit? Because you gotta think about context. Let's think about what the fuck she said. She but said, you gotta think about context. If we're know, thinking about our situations, and she, anything, no, we, we think, think about what she said. Let's, no, we're As not thinking about the larger context. Y'all bring up this larger context is. shit because y'all losing the argument. Y'all know no, she was not, wrong. Not, and she not, even I'm said, and she even she even know that she shouldn't have said what she said because she said, I know this is about to sound crazy. She said it herself. I know this is going to sound crazy. What does that mean? When someone says, I, I don't want to offend yeah. anybody. They're about to offend you. Well, when does, someone says, I know this is about to sound crazy, they're about to say some crazy-ass, nonsensical really shit. Have, most men and don't what? have the capacity to process what she's saying because most uh-huh. men are not empathetic oh, yeah. to okay. the situations yeah. that women experience. Uh, uh, so yeah. I'm not surprised. Oh, man. Oh. Of course. And yeah, oh. of course. So of course it sounds woe crazy. Woe is me. Yeah. Of course it sounds oh, crazy. Oh, woe is me. You're set for life. Your children are set for life. You don't have to work if you don't want to. You're with this man that loves you and and, and provides well, for you and puts I'm a not, roof over I'm your head. Oh, woe is me. Oh, nobody slides into my DM. Oh, my God. Wah, wah, wah. And hey, you 
Listen. Whenever you're done. Look. So it's she over here with these rich people problems and all y'all and all y'all regular so ass people just jumping on her bandwagon. Or open enough to, Listen, to consider. To consider and what? Here's the thing, as women, we all, we consider the things that men go through all the time. We do. We consider the things that men and, and here's a woman who has given birth to three kids who's basically and she's not complaining about her life. That's not that's not what I got from the situation, but I understand as a man why you would receive that because you're putting yourself in Steph Curry's shoes. You're putting yourself in the shoes of like, wow, I've done all of this, this, this and that. And what you what you're hearing is ungrateful. But that's not what I'm hearing. What mm-hmm. I'm hearing is not ungrateful. What I'm hearing is someone as a woman who's been socialized in this society, period, regardless of the relationship, regardless of the attention, that context does matter in the same reason that a woman would stay in a relationship get abused get her ass beat to keep and maintain that relationship is the same is 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 she's brought up in that same context as far as wanting to feel beautiful wanting to feel secure how many times do we have women who have been in a successful relationship i know i know women and you know women who've been in relationships for a very long time where a guy decides this no longer works for me. You're not cute enough. This is not going to work. I'm going to cheat on you for somebody better. This is an industry which constantly is a revolving door. Of pretty talking young, about a bunch of stuff of, that of, did not a, happen. This is an industry where a constant door of revolving women, Look. revolving attractive women, and the age of the woman, of the desirable mm-hmm. woman is getting younger. The age and the aesthetic is getting something that's even more unattainable. And of course, you can trust the people you have around you, but it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that it still influences your life. You, everything you see, ev- ev- everything is tied to what people look like. We, we become an increasingly, ever increasingly visual world. So I'm not saying that she's not insecure. Obviously, she is, but who isn't? And I feel like what she said was really vulnerable. I feel like what she said was honest, and I didn't see, I didn't take it as disrespect. Now I can see it does sound crazy. It does. I'm not even saying it doesn't. But you have to consider. And that's what men are saying. It but, sounds okay, crazy. Like, how could you but feel that you, way? If you take a moment to listen, you would understand her perspective. That's what I'm saying. If if, if the first reaction was all right, that's kind of crazy. I'm not even mad about that because it does sound crazy. Out of context, it does. But if you actually take a, a moment to listen to what she's saying. Like, think about it. Think about it. This is a woman whose value in this industry is tied to how good she looks. No one is like, oh, you know, oh, Steph Curry's married to a smart girl. No one cares. They want to see the visual. They want to know, is she cute? This is the same thing that Michelle Obama went through. Oh, people was calling her monkey. People were saying she wasn't cute. People were saying all types of shit about her. Because at the end of the day, don't matter how many fucking degrees she has, this woman is a fucking lawyer. This woman even according to Barack Obama is smarter than him but nobody cares about that because we grow up in a world and we live in a world where women are valued based on how they look period so it doesn't matter what you have what whatever you feel comfortable in it, it's hard to feel secure in that in a world it's hard to feel 100% secure in that it doesn't mean that she doesn't feel secure with him but it doesn't mean that this man can't change his mind men change their mind all the time they change their mind all the time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how great they can be at the beginning or how long they can show you whatever. We've seen it time and time again. So I don't think it's an irrational insecurity for a woman to feel like, wow, I don't feel desirable. And for a woman in her shoes, it's completely irrational. Okay. You can feel that way because you're not with a multi-millionaire basketball player. All right. I, I think it's I think it's, it's, spe- it's I think it's especially a she, reason she to feel knows, that way. Because she said she it herself. This is player. I'm about I know I'm about to sound crazy. And none of the other women jumped on the bandwagon. Well, yeah. Because so if, if if this is something that is so natural. Is, and, and I'm happy she said it because I yeah. see so many women. And all of them looked at her like, so, girl, you done I, lost I, your goddamn look, mind. I'm not, you, you act like I have Stop. any. I don't have no, no, um, have what, pony in this fight. Like, I'm not. I'm not married. I don't you don't have, have a pony in, I don't, in this race? I don't. I don't. I'm uh, not married. Yeah, I don't I think have a you kid. Do. 
But what I'm looking at is I'm uh-huh. listening to the women around me. I'm listening to the women who are in this situation. You're just listening to niggas. I'm listening to the women who are similarly like Aisha. Who are oh, who have a man that is a multimillionaire that no, can provide but for women hand, who hand feel like after they that have set had her up with no, multiple businesses like that has made they, her celebrity just based off the fact of like her being married they, to him? Women who feel like uh-huh. after they've had their kid, women who feel like after they've aged to a certain point, that they don't, they do not feel desirable. Now, if you multiply that and magnify that to the degree and the platform that they are on, that is that is basically that insecurity magnified. So you may see it that way, but as a woman who has to deal with the fact that a lot of our identity and our value is tied to our beauty, it does matter. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's all I'm gonna leave it at because I have to be. Well, look, <laughs> the the argument made no sense. But anywho, um, whew, that that got heated. Well, we we uh, don't have time to get into any of the other topics. So for trending topics, but I am going to get into my don't at me for today. <clears throat> now, uh, I was I was I was in a lift this morning and uh, the lift driver decided that he would try to have conversation with me despite my headphones being in my ear. And uh, I don't I don't understand what it is about people. All right. So this week's Don't At Me goes to you people out there who decide that they will still try to have a conversation with me whether or not my headphones are on and you just don't seem to care. Let me tell you this, plain and simple. Headphones on mean don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I don't know how many times I've had to take my headphones out and fake like I'm trying to have a conversation with you. And a person just does not get the hint that I'm constantly trying to put the head, the, the um, pod back in my ear. Don't talk to me when I have my headphones on. I don't understand what is the problem and what is so hard to understand. I'm listening to music. I am drowning out the outside world. So do not tap me and ask me for directions. Do not tap me and ask me for the time. Do not tap me and ask me anything because I have headphones on, which means I do not want to talk. I have no desire to talk and I have zero interest in holding a conversation with you. And if for some reason I decide to take my head, one of my earphones, my headphones off and listen to what you have to say, leave it at that one question. Don't continue to try to have a conversation with me, okay? Okay. My music is on, which means don't talk to me. Leave me alone. Get out of my way. I have no desire to make small talk about the weather. I have no desire to make small talk about the MTA being trash. I have no desire to talk to you at all. I don't even have a desire to hear the announcements on the train about what's possibly about to happen, okay? My headphones are on. The music is blasting. Do not, I repeat, do not talk to me. What part of that is so difficult to understand? What part of that is so hard to comprehend? Headphones on or in means no talking, no conversation. Don't ask me a question. Look for one of the other saps that don't have any headphones on and try to have a conversation with them because I don't want to talk to you which is why the headphones are on, which is why the volume's all the way up, which is why I may see you, but I might act like I'm in a world all by myself. My headphones are on. If you're one of those people that ignore the obvious signs, the human way of saying do not disturb, then you, my friend, are an asshole and you're a jerk. I said what I said. 
Now, don't at me. People talking to me with my headphones on. Lyft driver talking to me about the weather. Like I'm supposed to give a damn. Oh, this is nice yesterday. It's raining today. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Just get me to the train, please, sir. Yeah, have a conversation with me. Don't you? I, I have my headphones on. All right? I'm not going to take it out to have a conversation with you because the song I really like, it's always when the song you really like comes on, too. It's never any other time. It's never, let's say your headphones are dead. It's never when you're in between songs. It's when a song you really, really like comes on. And then it's like, oh, do you know if this train is going uptown? I don't know. Listen to the to the murky announcer that none of us can understand like the rest of us and figure it out. All right. My goodness. Talking to me with my headphones on. Leave me alone. <clears throat> All right. Yes, I had to get that off my chest. All right. It's um, off now. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it's off. Uh, we we gonna move on to to blow the whistle. Boom. Um, All right, we'll go through this pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, I mean, you we got, some time? We got fifteen minutes. Yeah, I bet. All right, so we got uh um and uh, just 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 to recap, uh, uh, Ben was wrong. Um, from the last argument, there's no right or wrong with this <laughs> with that argument. Yeah, I, mean, um, I understand that you're blindly going to defend women, and I understand no matter what that you know in a world that we're basically brought up to. To mm-hmm. build up men oh, yeah. and Blame the world. socialize. It's everyone's fault. Making men feel great about you know, themselves. You know what I realized? I understand why it's be difficult for you to see now, you, a you different know, point. You know one thing I realized? Mm-hmm. Is that more than anyone else, women don't like to be called out on their shit. I mean, I think that we live in a world where more women than anyone are else. called out constantly for how they look, oh, no, 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 for no, how no. they behave, for what they do no, in their own no, personal we're not, time. We're not talk, even, uh, I'm, so, talking, I mean, I'm talking I, about on a personal level. I, I think we live in a, no, we, I'm, we, I'm talking about, I'm talking about on a personal level. If you're in a relationship, if you're in a relationship with a woman, you call out on her shit, she gonna, it's going to be a problem. Like Y'all just don't like to hear about yourselves, but we're oh. not going to get back into an argument. We're going to move on to blow the whistle because we got to get these segments on. I can't speak on put it that way. All right, well. Anyway. Um, all right. So, uh, basically there's a petition to prevent Tamir Rice's murderer from reentering the workforce. So if you don't remember, Tamir Rice was the 12 year old boy that was murdered, um, by the police officers, I believe in Ohio, he's murdered by a police officer and, um, and yeah, in Cleveland and he was playing in the park and he was shot. Um, he, it was, that was back in 2014. He was playing with a toy gun. And Officer Loman shot uh, Tamir less than one second after getting out of his car. And um, Tamir died the next day. Uh, certainly not enough time to uh, assess the situation. At like all. Cops and the boy looks to. 12. Yeah. The boy looks, I mean, the boy looks 10 to me based on this picture. So I couldn't imagine how you could ever think that this boy was a threat to you. Um, and so apparently Loman, Officer Loman, tried to get another job at Ohio Police Department. Um, and he was stopped by Tamir's mother, who's been an activist. Oh, and, the, the um, old, let me move to another state trip. Right. And <laughs> she spoke out in opposition. And I think he lost his job. But basically, um, we he want should to not ever sh- be a police officer. The man should not be free. Ever. He, no. He should not only should he not be free, but he shouldn't ever be a police officer. Absolutely. Shouldn't shouldn't the, shouldn't the punishment be harsher for murdering a minor? And it's, it's like clearly you literally prove that you cannot do the role of you cannot right. react under pressure. Exactly. Like that is what a police anybody who's in service, anybody who's doing anything related to protecting the community, that should be the number one thing. Can you handle yourself under pressure? Because there's going to be, it's only pressure. That is the job. The job is only pressure. What can, like, and if you think that this is going to be a walk in the park and that you can't make better decisions, decisions on in the spot, then it's the really the wrong job for you. And you really should be in jail. 
Yeah, and you shouldn't be ever given the opportunity to be a police officer. You shouldn't even be able to be a mall security guard after that. You gonna shoot me if I steal some lip gloss? Right? Like, (laughs) or if he thinks you stole some lip gloss? Right. Or if you walked a little too far from the register with an item mm-hmm. in your like what what's he gonna like he has no business being in any type of rules or law enforcement mm-hmm. period. Less than one second after he entered the fucking car. I like, exited the fucking car and saw a little ten year old looking boy. That means he he pulled that like he came out finger on the trigger. Period. He came out the car with his finger on the trigga, trigger, saw a little black kid and said, Oh, this man, this motherfucker about to uh-huh. die today. A kid who wasn't even pointing a gun at him. The typical protocol when you see somebody with a weapon is you let them know, put the weapon down. Right. I have put it down. You know, put it down. Right? And 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 of course it was a toy gun. So. You know what's crazy? If you watch if you ever watch cops, uh-huh. Yo, cops have shown me like the way I've seen like in cops, the way they so carefully apprehend white offenders even oh when they God. have weapons in their hand even when even when they have weapons in their hand these people mm-hmm. get the courtesy and i'm calling it a courtesy because of what black people have been getting the courtesy of being tased the courtesy electrocute me please like tase please. Me. i'll take a, i'll tase me bro all right i'll lose like, <laughs> i'll lose some brain cells i'll do right. that i'd rather not lose my life and have my fucking family in tears right. and shattered i'd rather i'd rather right i'd rather you misunderstand and mm-hmm. tase me and i and i live to tell a story and i live to like you know whatever i just live period then you come out gun guns are blazing mm-hmm. less than one second is absolutely ridiculous there's a there's a petition right did There's, you bring that up? Yeah. yeah. I did. Okay, sorry. So the, if you go to action.com slash dot mom rising. Right. Um, you can just um, search for Tamir Rice's petition. And um, yeah, you know, petitions, you never know how far they go. But, you know, I, I don't think that they hurt. And it's a, I yeah, think it's, it's it brings step. attention. Yeah. It brings it. It brings attention because, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of these people don't want smoke. These police departments don't want smoke. Nah, the media don't want smoke. So if they know that enough people feel strongly about something, then that'll hopefully shame will at least yeah. bring them to the right decision. Right. Uh, now here's an ancient dude that we both can agree on. Yes, <laughs> Kevin you know, we, Hunt. We, we agree on most things, but that that, that was not one. Kevin Hunter uh, is speak, seeking spousal support from Wendy Williams. Nigga, uh, my brother. Mm-hmm. God damn it, you oh, don't yeah. deserve mm-hmm. a goddamn penny. Right, <laughs> like, right. Kevin, 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 Cal- Calvin. What, what's his real name? Kevin, Ke- Calvin, Kevin. Kevin. And when, Wendy should have been entertaining niggas <laughs> in her DM. That's what. Listen, you, look. And I'm sorry for all my Brownsville listeners out there. But this man is... I'm about to go in on Brownsville. No, you're not. This man is the epitome of a shysty, grimy <laughs> Brownsville Negro. You are not going to go in on this Brownsville. This man was was beating on Wendy. This man was That's cheating on Wendy. This man was, was... was Him and his side chick was living good off of Wendy's money. And now you have the audacity, the unmitigated gall... To ask for spousal support, my man. Have you not been awake and paying attention these last? How long have you been married? Ten years? Twelve years? More? 15, 15, 16? Whatever amount of time that y'all was together. Twenty-seven. You, Twenty-seven. Oh, They've been lorded. together for twenty-seven years. Oh, lorded yeah. with the hard T at the end. Lordy. My goodness. Listen, brother. 
And uh, look, you don't deserve a goddamn penny. Not you got a dime. your you got your buyout from the Wendy Williams show <laughs> because you, he got his young girl, right? You got okay. your, you got so the $10 million dollar buyout. Proving my point. You got a young show. We're not going to go back there. We're not going to go back. Niggas leave That's a great he, point. He left Wendy a long time ago. Every day. He left Wendy a long time ago. For younger girls who are attractive. Look, see, and Wendy wasn't out here looking for male attention and she was with a piece of shit. She should have been. She yeah, she was been. with a piece of shit. Um, but anywho, <laughs> listen, if there's one person that doesn't deserve a penny, it is this man. At that's all. that's all I got to say about he that. He already has ten million dollars, right? For right. Bio. Mm-hmm. And, and after taxes, you're still a lot better off than most mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So uh go you, you and can your still young splurge on your little thing. Right. You and your young John, go go get a hobby. Go do what y'all gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And y'all end up y'all gonna end up on uh, occur, y'all gonna come across Mona Scott's one of many television shows at some point, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And when when you do, we will all watch. We will. Um, next thing is um, Shanae Claremont, Claremont <laughs> twins. <laughs> uh, Claremont, Claremont is a Haitian last name. I hope these girls are oh not Haitian, God, and they're sure from. They, are. <laughs> they basically butchered and battered their faces out of out of recognition from any fucking um, ethnicity. Oh, um, I, I remember first time I saw them was on the Bad Girls Club. Yeah, I watched the Bad Girls Club. I used to watch that joint. Too. Did you? I'm not. Gonna, and then oh. it got and then it got repetitive. Yeah, like they the stopped they stopped making it about turning the girls' lives around and just. I mean, it never really was. It was the blueprint for love and hip hop. I will say that though. Certainly. Certainly. It was definitely, yeah. So the Claremont twins, one of the girls basically, um, they, they're just girls who are on Instagram. They alter their faces and model um, for different campaigns. I think Kanye's even featured them in one of his. Oh, um, Kanye. You, know, you got um, some explaining to do, my brother. Uh, slavery gear. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, one of the girls, she, she, you know, in her finessing, I, I don't know all the details, but she was with an older gentleman who passed away while she was with him. <laughs> And she's she uh, rolled that she, nigga to death, right? And, God and, and damn. because you know, look, the technology has caught up. They know people's time of death and everything. So if you're spending a, a nigga's credit card after he's died and after the after the fucking mortuary has declared his death, uh, declared him dead, once they run the autopsy and they see these charges, that would bring some red flags. And so basically, several. She went ahead and spent about 20, 20 racks. Well, um, shit, you ain't using it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I see it, but apparently the judicial system sees it differently. Oh man! Um, how you know he he ain't say go ahead, girl? I'm dying. Go ahead and take this here card. Well, so look. that would have been my alibi. But she is gonna spend a year in jail for her transgression. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we're blowing the whistle on her is because she asked um, the judge uh-huh. if she could just take one more trip to Miami before her sentencing. <laughs> you know, just for good, like- good old finesse and <laughs> sake. Can I get one more? One last. One more, one yeah. More I've never, I've never been. Miami's actually one of the few places that I haven't been to. I, oh, that's my favorite place. After, oh, man. after New York, yo, and maybe California. No, I would say Miami is actually my favorite place. After, sure, New York. I, keep, I keep it gutter. I vacation in Flatbush. Uh, Fuck out of here, Southside. <laughs> oh man. Um, finally, Paul. Yo, listen. All right, Addie, tell me about this because I don't know anything about. Listen, this. listen, your man. This man. I'm going to play the clip. I'm going to play okay. the clip. I'm going to play the clip and I'm going to update you on what happened. You have to play better, but as a team, I don't, I don't, I don't know where Milwaukee goes from here. Because what are you I, whoa, 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 whoa. So listen. is this over? No, is listen, the coach? I think it's over. The series is over. Yeah, they One lost. game? You just sat there and said that they could win an NBA ch- So Paul Pierce is, a, is an NBA analyst. He used to play for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, retired about two years ago, I think it was. Mm. And... This is the playoffs in basketball right now. So after now, it's a best of seven series, which means you have to win four games in advance. Mm-hmm. His Boston Celtics won one game against the Milwaukee Bucks, and he said that the series was over. 
He said the Bucks had no chance at coming back and winning. And last night, Milwaukee won. <laughs> Four games to one. That one game that he was talking about, that the, that the Bucks was, had no chance, that, that was, was the one, one and only game that his Celtics won. Wow. And, and they proceeded to lose four straight. Paul Pierce, I've said this from day one, you suck. <laughs> all right? As an analyst, great player. All-time great player. Not You're going to be in the Hall of Fame. I just, I'm not digging you as an analyst. Not good at synthesizing data. No, not, <laughs> not at all. I mean, I understand, like, we tend to root for our alma maters and, and, you know, we tend to root for, I guess, in basketball, in sports, you tend to root for the team that, that you played for for so long. That was a, 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 the ultimate reach and you embarrassed yourself. And, um, and rightfully so, he got dunked here today this morning. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. Dead. Because he said that the the, the Bucks had no shot, and now like the Bucks. That's very premature. It's it's extremely premature. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just extremely like, premature. It's just like a team that has no history of success. The the, uh, the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, they have some history here and there. They mm-hmm. they they come up every couple of years, and they have a really good team. Uh, right now they th- they have who I feel is one of the top two players in the NBA. Who. Uh, uh, the Greek kid, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, oh, okay, okay, okay. right? Yeah. So they have a really good player, and they've been, they've won the most games in the whole season this year, sixty-two. Oh. And he said his uh, they, had no, they chance. had no chance, and they proceeded to blow out your Celtics, not once, not twice, not thrice, but four times. So he was dead wrong. He was dead wrong. I Absolutely. Dead wrong. <laughs> Can I bring up one more thing before we head out? Uh, yeah, sure. Thirty Just seconds. Yeah. yeah, thirty seconds. Uh, according to Uno, you can no longer stack a draw, stack a draw two on a draw four. So I just wanted everybody to know. Uno, uh, Uno don't know how to play their own. Game. Uno is a hater. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wouldn't do that for strategy purposes, but I understand if you want to railroad somebody. Like if motherfucker next to you is sitting down and he got it, he just said Uno, and I got this draw six in my hand, bruh. Listen, you about to go down, my man. Like okay. I can't have you win this game, but. You know, uh, yeah, it's a shame Uno don't know how to play their own goddamn game. They don't. Game. And look, let me tell you how much stacking has helped me in games. Okay? <laughs> so I'm going to need them to stop lying. Word up, man. Oh, man. But that's all we got for today, man. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. This has been Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with your boy Ben Lewis. Addy. Your girl. We're still friends after the heated argument. Actually, I promise you, we're still friends. I know, even though I'm probably uh, going to... You know, the road after. <laughs> but coming up after me is Hair and Now Rachel C. Do not go anywhere. Hair and Now Rachel C. is up next. This has been Ben Talks. It's Radio Free Brooklyn. Stay tuned. Hair and Now Rachel C. up next. <laughs>